Hi everyone! Well, it wouldn't be nature check if there weren't some technical difficulties, so my microphone definitely was not on for the first part of the stream, so I'm gonna redo the opening announcements. Sorry about that! Uh, this is episode number 40, which is really super exciting! We've been playing this game for 40 episodes, it's amazing! Hi, I'm Cheryl, and my pronouns are she, her, and I'm the Dungeon Master for the Arta Campaign. I'm also a PhD student studying ecology at the University of Illinois at Chicago, and when I'm not doing my research, I'm also a science communicator and the host of The Roving Naturalist on YouTube. Next, we've got Peter. Hey, everybody. My name is Peter. I am a agricultural scientist studying high tunnels in North Carolina. I play Cedric the Dwarven Cleric on this show. I Both of our pronouns are he, him. Is that all, everything? What's it, what else? What did I forget? That's okay. great. <laughs> I love that you did all of that with your eyes closed. Yeah, it, was, it helps it's you the mind palace. think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mind palace. The dusty bin where I keep all of the, <laughs> all, all of this information about who I am and what my job is. <laughs> <laughs> Next there's Cindy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Cindy Sheher. I'm a science enthusiast and play an Endurian engineer over on Heroes of Awesome Constellation on the Weirdlings Twitch and YouTube channels. Here, I'm playing Natia, the Water Method Druid. And then there's Ryan. Hello, I'm Ryan. I'm an entomologist. That uh, means I study insects. Currently, I work as a, an entomologist doing plant healthcare in uh, medical marijuana in Pennsylvania. And when I'm not at work, I like to obsess about native plants in southwest Pennsylvania and all their interactions and their systems and the insects that interact with them and everything and do tons of landscaping where I now have over a hundred native species in my yard and on uh, Arda I play Fletcher the human wizard and we both use he him pronouns if you're watching us live right now, thanks for being here! And as always, if you have any questions for the cast, make sure to put them in the chat so we can respond, and of course be sure to check out the reference section below for the social media handles for the entire Nature Check cast, and you can come hang out with us on our Discord, which is linked also down in the description. You know, all the links, they're always down there. Don't forget, if you're not able to watch us live, or you want to share us with your friends, you can, as always, find the sessions for our TTRPG games in video form on our YouTube channel, and in podcast form everywhere. Okay, now let's get back to where we were in the story. After leaving the desert temple with a few answers and many more questions, you traveled with two young scorpion folk scouts back to their camp. The scouts informed you that the only weird thing worth remarking upon that they've seen in the last few months was a figure or two entering the dangerous maze-like area known as the Stone Teeth. You shopped for supplies in the Scorpion Folk camp and then rested for the evening. In the morning, Cedric informed you that most of you are now officially friends according to Dwarven tradition, so you talked with each other as you rose and began traveling west. It is now early evening on Pelorum, the seventh day of Brightrun, and you are standing, frustrated and a bit tired, just inside the place where you entered the Stone Teeth. This maze, carved by strong winds and eroding sand, is going to be difficult for you to navigate. So... How would you like to begin? Well, are we actually beginning or are we just continuing to try? <laughs> Picking up where we left off. So I think you did not succeed on your very first round. So you're still not. sort of back at the beginning where you were starting. 
And just to remind everybody what we're doing, this is an extended skills challenge, so there are five steps, and in each step you have to get five successes before two failures. We are doing this in like a combat order, so Cedric, you are up first, and you can pick any skill ability or like a spell to use in order to try to help your group navigate through the maze. So you can pick whichever one of those you'd like, but then you cannot use the same thing that you used in the turn immediately prior, and you can also not use the anything that the two people immediately before you used to navigate. So I... I think I used my search check to like check out the the stone to see if there was anything useful about that. So I think since that didn't turn up anything, not really, there are a lot of wind-worn canyons in the caves where I grew up. I am going to, but you know, occasionally there's this you know, pressure temperature differentials and you can really pick up on like subtle cues in the caves about you know, where openings are based on listening to the wind. So I think I'm going to try and, and listen to which way the winds are moving through this kind of canyon, since it's super, super windy, that shouldn't be too far outside of the realm of possibility. <laughs> okay. This sounds so like, I guess... It sounds like perception, is that... Yeah, yeah. that was what I was going to say, yeah. Okay. Since, we've, since we've combined perception, or listen into perception... That sounds right to me. Super. Ooh. Ooh, that's a 15 plus 7, 22. Yeah. Yeah, that's a success. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So that's, yeah, we were. This is the... kind of hoping it would be a one, and it was just like, Cedric is suddenly struck deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Sand has filled your ears. Right. <laughs> so there is one success on this new first step. <laughs> All right, so that would be Kay going next, but Nancy is not with us for the moment, so let me see what she is good at and see what she might try to do. do, do Roguish do. things. Roguish things. I don't even know, man. She's good at, like, talking to people and stuff. <laughs> wow, yeah, I don't know. No wonder you guys were having trouble. <laughs> let's see. Oh, yeah, Let's let's be fun. Okay, so... She is going to attempt to be, you know, her Dexy self, which, you know, sometimes K is more Dexy versus less Dexy, and use Tumble to try to sort of basically make her way through, you know, how like in, in slot canyons, there are lots of sort of like narrow openings or very like low places you sort of have to like squeeze through. So she's going to use Tumble to try to see if there's maybe a less obvious path that might bring you in the right direction. Whoops, that went, <laughs> it bounced on the table and then back into my dice box. All right, that is an eight plus three, which is an 11. It's not a terrible failure, but it, it does not meet the success threshold. So she tries a few times and sort of finds a bunch of dead ends, but nothing super useful for you all. So that's one success and one failure. And as a reminder, each step requires five successes before two failures, because this is a tough place. So now it is Nadia's turn. Okay. Uh, man, I had plans for this and I've forgotten all of them. Oh no. I can try knowledge nature, right? Because that's not within the last two. Uh, yeah, so let's do that. Yes. 
Hello. Sorry. Hey, I, we got a Nancy. I didn't. I didn't realize we were playing today. No. Uh, I'm so, so I'm sorry. in my pajamas and lipstick, but we did it. <laughs> I am so sorry that I <laughs> that I did not check with you. I'm so sorry. Uh, but yeah. It, it, it's just been crazy. My they lost my folder at the visa office, so all day Wednesday I like went and talked to them. I got my visa. They were like, "Oh, it was our fault. Just print everything out." So I printed 200 pages out to like the local cyber cafe. And then like, I'm probably moving. So like I met with a place for an apartment on Friday and then I had to like give him all my documents and stuff today. It's just been crazy. And like, I, I think it was my fault. Anyway, hi, I'm here. I haven't washed my hair in like three days and I'm in my pajamas, but you know what? I got lipstick on, so we're gonna do this. <laughs> it's okay. My microphone wasn't on at the beginning of the stream. So we're just having a day. It's fine. Number 40. <laughs> it's fine. It's all yeah, fine. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Uh, right, it wouldn't be need to check. There were yeah. issues, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I like Say how I like how cool. just pajamas and lipstick still means Nancy still looks fantastic. I know, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I fantastic. Got like, like, yeah, yeah. But that's still like sweater. My my pajamas are like Christmas themed. Like, they're I, not <laughs> that cute. <laughs> I have dragonfly themed um, pajamas. Anyway, hi Nancy. Uh, it was just Kay's turn in the skill check, and I had her use tumble to try to get through some like you know narrow slot canyons to look for a oh, way. Oh right, we're doing through. that stuff. Guess. I still haven't uh, made my character that's sheet okay. yet. It's okay. It's on roll 20. So that's how I was looking at it. <laughs> um, but But you did not succeed in that try for... Can I can I roll again? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll let you try something on the next round. Okay. I tried tumble. But yeah, it is Nadia's turn. Um, yeah, so you tried tumble this turn, so you can't use that next time around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Nadia, did you remember what you were going to do? <laughs> yeah. Knowledge nature. Oh, hey. Oh, that's a natural 20! Plus 4, 24! Amazing! And because it's a natural <laughs> 20... He's cursed and he gave me a 20! Okay. <laughs> because Ooh. it's a natural 20, I'm actually going to give you two successes because that's fancy and Ooh. I like it. Yeah, okay. So that now you're at three successes and one failure, and it is Fletcher's turn. This is going better. Did she... Hmm? Did, what, what happened with her nature? Knowledge oh yeah, nature. what were you knowledge naturing to get your way through? I forgot to ask for the name. Uh, I don't really know. Just, just kind of looking around and seeing if she's she's very good at sort of getting the lay of the land, just in general, and especially with all the wind blowing around, it would be a little bit similar to what Cedric just did, but just sort of. Oh no, I remember what I was gonna do. Looking around for sort of other wildlife and looking for patterns that suggest that like maybe this is a trail mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. Cool. Yeah, love that. Awesome. Sarah says, you go, Nancy. Okay, yeah, awesome. So that was Knowledge Nature. And Fletcher, what would you like to do? I think I'm going to try Detect Magic to okay. see if there's any kind of, like, this seems like a very special place, like, that there's there be something, like, maybe there's some kind of magical, like, natural ley line or something that would kind of lead us through, or maybe, like, Hooded, those like hooded figures seen going in here that kind of like if they had cast anything or left traces of something that would suggest how they moved through here i want to see if i can like pick up on that okay nice. i end up in the town of nightville yeah so for this like i said um you're gonna roll a knowledge arcana check to see just okay. sort of like how how powerful and successful your detect magic works oh god i hope i don't fail <laughs> oh hit me 12. You try, but you don't really 
pick up any sort of, like, like you said, there's no, like, ley line feeling here. You don't sense any sort of, like, residual magic from a spell that might have been cast here or anything like that. It seems as if, even though this place is strange, it seems as though it was just sort of naturally formed over the eons by the forces of erosion, as powerful as they are. Oh no, that was two failures. I'm gonna make the. I feel like I I I I over or underestimated how difficult this was going to be. So I'm actually gonna make it five successes before three failures because we don't need to sit here and fail all night long. Cheryl, <laughs> you're breaking the like number one rule of DMing. When you're gonna fudge the rolls, you don't tell the players. <laughs> well, but you all just heard me say you already had one failure, so I feel like that wasn't a moment where yeah, I could just was, sort of like let was, it yeah. go unnoticed. Oh, we're not gonna count. I'm not counting. We knew, we knew the rule was two failures. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> I wouldn't have noticed. Besides, like, okay, like, I don't know if anybody else is or if any of our listeners are, but I'm definitely that podcast listener that's like, you didn't do that right. I listened and five minutes ago you said such and such. So (laughs) nobody needs to yell at me. I know what I'm doing. I also I also have to write everything down or I forget it. So I've literally got it right in front of me. Here you go. Yeah, I have a teeny tiny (laughs) sticky note where I'm keeping track of your tally marks. At only at only two failures, this would just end up as another canyon. Yeah, we would ne- we would yeah. just never like. <laughs> I do have story planned beyond the stone teeth, so we'd like to get you out of here eventually. You know. <laughs> no, we just um, die here. Oh, <laughs> I told you they're the teeth of doom or the, Thus the ends jaws the of death. Campaign. Good thing I had a sequel planned already. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, all right, so we're back to the top of the order. Cedric, so you cannot use knowledge, nature, detect magic, or perception. I can keep track of what people used. (laughs) Oh, so Cheryl, it it counts as he can't do the same spell, but he could do a knowledge arcana. Yeah, he could do another. So it it takes, like, it's the spell that counts when you use a spell and not the, like, corresponding check. Yeah, well, but also because he's a divine caster, he would be using knowledge religion instead of knowledge. Religion. Okay, okay, cool. That's a nice place to hold your pen. Thank you. Um, (laughs) I was trying to think, yeah, there's, there's no way that I could... (laughs) I don't think even my level of ability to, to come up with Moradin bullshit is going to provide me with uh, an excuse to use divine knowledge to get through this slot canyon, at least right now. So I think once Nadia was, so Nadia was looking for the the tracks of animals mm-hmm. to see if that would lead anywhere. And she succeeded on doing that. So I think Cedric was like paying attention to what Nadia was doing and is now just going to, keep looking for those same markings that Nadia found, like the same tracks in the ground. Okay, but you're tracking, so you'd like to use survival? Sure. Yeah, because you can't use knowledge nature because she just did that, so. Yeah, I was, I was thinking more like search, but survival works too. Uh, yeah, search can also be done. That's fine. Well, now I want to use survival instead. <laughs> I, whichever. <laughs> they both feel like they apply here. That's a 19. Okay, yeah, that's another success. So so Cedric sort of follows Nadia's lead and begins investigating animal tracks. And this is something that had been tried a little bit last time too, but again, you all are still very new to the desert, and so it takes you a little bit of time to sort of understand what patterns, if anybody has been to an exceptionally sandy place before, animal footprints, but also just like the way like rocks or large chunks of sand tumble across the sand can look very similar. 
So yeah, it takes you a minute to sort of figure out how animal trails and animal tracks work in this environment, but you're starting to get a handle on it and feel like you're making some progress. Yeah. And that brings us back to Kay. Uh, All right, so you cannot use search, detect, well, you can't use detect magic because you don't cast. You can't use tumble. Okay. I can't use search? No, because Cedric just did. Or did you use Cedric? survival? Was that survival? I uh, That was... That was survival, actually. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I was like, I was going to do search. Okay, then you can do search. JK. <laughs> I will search. I will do- notice that they are noticing little tracks in the sand and will also attempt to search and notice little tracks in the sand. Sure. Yeah. Cedric starts like, point- like once he sees them, then he starts like pointing them out to Kay. Like, <laughs> so you understand. So in the sandier soil, oh the insects. Uh, I've noticed they leave these kind of little like double tap tracks, which I've never seen before in you know more temperate climes. Sandy soil really shows them well. We only have cockroaches in New Seychester. <laughs> they don't leave tracks in buildings usually, so we... just tiny slippers. At least, at least I haven't encountered any bed bugs yet there. But wow, sure you got lucky, man. Uh. Wow, usually Kay's the one defending it. I know, she's grouchy. Uh, 24, (laughs) that is your first success. Yay! Yay! All right, we made it past step number one. Woo! Leon keeps a clean place. Yeah, Leon's excellent. I mean, that's why I work with him because, you know, there's no bed bugs and there's no cockroaches. It's no small feat. He's very fastidious. It's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, single guy owns the shop. What does he do all day except clean? He makes his home. He makes his own like homemade like ant trap. It has like some sort of like sandpapery acid mixed with some like honey or something. And apparently, it just like sandpapers out the bugs' insides. And that's why we don't. He doesn't have any bug problems. Hmm. I wonder if that if he makes that in the kitchen, it might explain the fish. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> was, that a, was that a diatomaceous earth reference there, Nancy? <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and or or boric acid. Yeah. My dad my dad actually makes his own ant ant bait with boric acid and honey. I've, I've cool. done that before. It works amazing. Yeah, it works amazing because they take it back and it like literally sandpapers away their insides. Because the the midgut is not scleritized, right? It's, it's not true. it's not protected and hardened like the fore and hindgut either. Indeed. I know some bug things. Um yeah. <laughs> But you don't know if our scorpion people breathe through spiracles? You know what? I just... (laughs) Step number two! It's Nadia's turn! (laughs) Has anything sort of changed about basically where we are like are we further in now or are we just you're absolutely you have you have made some progress you are now no longer standing sort of at that entryway where you started and where cedric had fallen off that like 30 foot rock pillar (laughs) almost to his detriment or whatever and fletcher saved him so yeah you you can look behind you now and you just see more rock maze you cannot see sort of the open desert that you came from and you sort of well, I mean, I guess this is something you can continue to try to do with your skill checks if you so desire. You feel like you're heading more or less west, but that might be something you'd like to keep an eye on through your skill checks as you move through the maze. Yeah. I'm trying to decide if I want to try anything different than sort of the set we've been doing, but I think I'm just gonna go ahead and do a perception check. Okay. What are you trying to perceive this and... time? Stuff. I mean, just 
just sort of looking ahead, because at this point we're trying to, like, we're in it, we're trying to navigate, like, continue, like you said, continuing to go the right direction. So sort of making sure that I, you know, from what whatever angle we can see sunlight, make sure that's sort of coming from the right way, and then just looking for sort of more of what we have seen on the path that did work, I guess. Yeah, totally. That's only a 10. A 10 total? Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, like, you're just... A lot of the stone is very high, and you sort of, like, you 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 are like, oh, man, a lot of these pillars and walls of stone are really high. I'm having trouble sort of getting a good bead on the angle of the sun. And you try to fly up a little ways, and the wind just sort of, like, buffets you back down, and you get really frustrated. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, no. Yep. Okay, that's one failure, and that brings us back around to Fletcher. <laughs> Let me see if it does... Okay, does this make sense? Yeah. If I... There's all the, like, small spaces that you could fit through to continue, like, through the canyon. If, if I see one that I'm like, oh, like, we could continue this way, but it might be, like, hard for anyone, like, larger than, like, Nadia and Kay to get through, can I try casting grease on it so that we can, like, slip through it more easily to continue onward? That is a great idea for the future, but since you just cast a spell and used Knowledge Arcana last time, I would suggest Oh, it'll count as Arcana yeah. again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I do like that idea for a future step. <laughs> so for other people... Cause, cause for, so for other people, it's they can't cast the same spell, but then for me, it's because it's the same skill. No, no, it's because the okay. other two casters in the group are divine casters. They'll always, they'll be using a different... Right, okay. so if okay. Nadia okay. used that a spell, sense. it would be knowledge, religion, or whatever, or... well. So between the two of them, they, they wouldn't be able... Yeah, right, yeah, well, like, I don't know, I guess you all three are technically... Okay. <laughs> to get very specific, Nadia and Cedric are both divine casters, but because Nadia's yeah. magic comes from nature, I would say hers are like knowledge nature checks, and Cedric's are knowledge religion checks, and yours are knowledge arcana checks. So that's yes. okay. All three of you could cast a spell in a row because you're using different skills, but yeah. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Sorry, that makes sense. Yeah, let's try. Let's see. So search and perception have been done. So I would like to do Can I uh, I get a, no a knowledge nature check? Yeah, um, that hasn't been done in a minute. Mm -hmm. What are you looking for this time? Seems like the only lead we've really gotten has been other things like living in here and able to move through. So now that like people have seen where they're going, like anything more we can glean about like, not even just where they're moving, but, like, uh, movements and where they're, like, living. So, like, like presumably they might live in places that are less hospitable. So it would be, like, don't go somewhere where you see nothing trying to live. Like, because there's it's probably a reason nothing's living there. Yeah. And just for reference, there is some plant life in these canyons, too. So it's not like it's just bare rock and sand and you guys. Yeah. Okay. 14? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a success. So you guys really feel like you've um, had quite a bit of success with this whole, like, and this is 
a, not a bad IRL strategy either to sort of watch what the animals are doing and figure out where the best places and the safest places to be might be. So yeah, you're following, you know, Cedric has noticed insect trails, but maybe the more promising trails are like, you realize you might be following shocker lizard tracks or, you know, the tracks of other reptiles living out here, or maybe some small mammals as well that are nocturnal. And speaking of nocturnal, I did say it was early evening because you had gotten up to travel again once it got to the cooler part of the day. So it is getting darker out as well, which means that like navigating by the sunlight is becoming very difficult anyway because it's getting low and it's in front of you and also because we can't forget about Nadia's bird it is sort of like hopping like hop flying along behind you again like she can't go very high because it's so windy you know the farther up you get above all of this rock so yeah she's sort of hop flying low along behind all of you okay so that was Fletcher we're back to Cedric I want to So you were saying that we might have been following shocker lizard tracks. I want to see if I can spot one. Okay. How are you trying to spot one? I just, I'm like, I'm keeping an eye out on like the very edge of where we can see. Like not, like I've, what I've been doing is like focusing very much on like what's right in front of me, like looking for tracks. Now I'm like trying to see like as far as I can down the canyons just looking for like movement and things like that to see if I could see anything alive darting around corners or something like that. Okay, so this is a perception. Nobody's used that in a minute, right? Yeah. I think. No, I used perception on my yeah. last turn, Did... which was yeah. two ago. Okay, yeah. So what's a spot check? That I spot mean, is part of perception. We lumped oh, those two is. together. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we sort of homebrewed spot and listen into perception sarah says look for noses on the tops of boulders i'm not sure what that's a reference to (laughs) huh like is it is it like the way that oh Oh, considering it was right after saying looking for lizards and snakes out trying to get the last bit of (gasps) oh 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 oh, okay i was i only saw the noses part and was like noses like graffiti Uh, but yeah, you're you're probably right, Sarah. But there would be a lot of basking reptiles out trying to soak up the last few rays. And so yeah, if you can't use perception, what would you like to try instead? <laughs> Handle animal. Uh, are you trying to like coax an animal to like <laughs> be a Disney princess? Sing to them. Yes. They will. Say, they will show us the way. That is exactly what I want to do. I want to start singing a, a hymn to Moradin to try and coax the animals towards us. Okay. No, you want them to lead us. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm trying so, to startle them. Trying so to that irritate run the animals into <laughs> into running away. In the direction we can follow. So that we can follow them. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's is that a is that a perform check? What that I was yeah. gonna say not perform? If you're gonna <laughs> sing No, it's a handle animal check. He's handling them with his voice like a I'll, Disney princess. I'll I'll be honest, I think I've got the same Yeah, they're both charisma and I've got a I've got a one in both of them, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Alright. You sing your little heart out. Oh, you do have a one in... Well, okay, so you are which trained one you're animal. using okay. so we know what nobody else can use in case somebody else wants um, to say. I'm going to use perform. Okay. 14. 
I mean, you're trying really hard, but <laughs> mostly it's just echoing off the canyon walls and everybody else in your party is sort of, like, trying to edge away from you. Like, <laughs> there's nobody else here to, like, for them to be embarrassed about or by, but, like, they're still, like, we're not with him. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that is a failure. Okay, uh, okay. What would you like to try now? I... I can't use perception because it was two turns uh, ago, no, or now it was three. Could because okay, it was yeah. three. You can use it now. It was three. Okay, I okay. So the is the wind like also like it's windy on us too, right? Yeah, it's windy down here. It's just like it gets a lot stronger the farther stronger. up you go. So because like if the wind is coming through, that means there's an exit on the other side. So I was thinking about looking on the boulders for like moss or lichen because on like the sunny windy side I would imagine it would be drier and there wouldn't be lichen on that side right so you could like theoretically follow the trail if there's like lichens on like rocks and boulders that's an interesting idea you can go ahead and roll that all right <laughs> the desert equivalent of like moss only grows on the north side of trees kind of thing yeah, well, no, like here in, in like the park, the sunny, windy side or the sunny, at least the sunny side of the trees doesn't have any lichen on it because it's too dry. Um, 24. Wow, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, so even though the wind kind of swirls in here because of all the odd shaped rocks that, you know, act as barriers to the movement of the air, even still, you K very carefully because now you're motivated to get the heck through here and out the other side. <laughs> I don't want to hear Cedric sing anymore. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, let's pick up the pace here, folks. Um, so yeah, you do start to notice some patterns for the growth of, yeah, there are lichens here. Not they cover six to eight percent of the Earth's surface. Look at that. You learned about lichens for a Turf Wars video. I um, did, and I'm going to use it. <laughs> Shameless plug, check out that video. I mean, hey, it was a good one. Yeah, so you do start to notice a pattern of the lichens. There are several different at least several different color slash texture combos happening. So the different species, although what a species of lichen is, is complicated. Um, but yeah, you start to notice a growth pattern for them. And that helps you get an idea of sort of like, specifically, as I mentioned before, where like west and south are to help you go in relatively straight directions as you move through the maze. So that is another nice success. Not y'all. So, so guys, I think west is that way and like south is that way. So, you know, let's try not to get lost. Uh, just clarifying, we are heading, we're heading west, right? Is that right? And we're heading into the setting sun? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So, Arda rotates the same way as Yes, Earth. we've had this conversation before. <laughs> okay. I didn't write it down, so I don't... <laughs> I promise we've had this conversation before because I said I wasn't going to change stuff like that. <laughs> There's two suns and the, ax oh, and the axis is different. I don't different. want to deal with like, the physics of multiple... No, we're not doing that. We're heading like... magnetic west. <laughs> no. <laughs> magnetic west, that'd be amazing. <laughs> it, is, it is Earth-like for you know everything that's convenient. But then I sim simplify what is, the calendar. What is gravity at ground level on Arda? <laughs> What is the acceleration due to gravity? Oh, shoot. I think I remember this constant. It's 9.3.98 meters per second. Is that, or is it more than that? Or is no, it that nine? sounds right. Yeah, it's like 9.1 feet 
per second. Yeah, I thought it was like so 9.18 or something. Yeah. 9.81. Yes. Ah, 81. I, I knew there was an 8 in there somewhere. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> you don't need to the memorize constellation is I remember there was a 9 and an 8 involved. I don't know where though. Awesome. Yeah. But 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 you don't need to have constants memorized <laughs> even though all of your high school teachers probably told you to memorize them cuz they're written mm. down somewhere. Mhm. Mm yeah, that's what open books <laughs> tests are for. Yeah. Yeah. Because you should be tested on the things that you actually need to know rather than the things you, they think you should memorize. But I think it's important that we mention this for D all the DMs out there. Is mm -hmm. If you change the size of your planet, oh my God. then you have to change all of your fall damage modifiers because you're Do you, though? different acceleration. Don't you? Well, you'd have a higher. It would all be so. relative, though, right? Like if those creatures, like I if, mean, because everything would have evolved in exactly. an environment where that except only it's not linear because of allometry. So, oh, hmm. I mean, if we're being fair, if you change the gravity of your planet, you've just completely upended just the entire ecosystem too. So, good yeah. luck. Yep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Cindy, Sarah said the exact same thing we did, but the you know organisms evolved in that environment. <laughs> Ooh, maybe on a planet with lower gravity, there are more animals that have sort of like a patagium or like wing-like structures so they can sort of like coast. Ooh. Oh yeah, like there's all kinds of exobiology getting into what kind of life we should be looking for on other planets if there's life on other planets because like everything's radically different based on the changes in physics, based on the size of the planet, the temperature and everything that's involved in like where it's located within a solar system and then also what's the chemical makeup of the planet because like you know you can evolve things on a planet that has a different mix of of elements and yeah no it's it, potentially you can build a new planet with very different laws of physics and nature it's just a lot of work when Peter volunteers to run a campaign on this channel, he's free to do that. <laughs> Peter volunteers as tribute. <laughs> Peter is voluntold as tribute. Just remember, the next campaign has to start with a, the name has to start with a C because we've already done an A and a B. So. Oh, oh, is that how we? Couldn't we spell like spell a word? Oh, we it's a, spell a word. You could just like put ABBA. a silent C. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've gotten radically off topic. Whose turn is it now? <laughs> that was I think it's that mine. was Kay's turn. Yes, it's mine. <laughs> I wrote it down so I remembered. <laughs> I'm glad somebody's keeping track. Why? I think I'm actually. I would like to use handle animal and see if I can persuade my my new eagle friend to mm. uh, go ahead of us and see if she has see if she's any better at picking out a uh, path than we are. That's an interesting idea. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm going to give you... Maybe she knows something I don't. I'm going to give you a mm -hmm. plus one bonus to this because it is your animal companion, but you haven't done a whole lot with her yet. So, like, mm -hmm. she's she's following you guys. And so, like, you you have a rapport with her. It's not super strong yet, but yeah, you yeah. can have a plus one to this because you're interacting with her specifically. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. Oh, actually... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, like there, there is stuff that should come in, but it is just yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so I've got a plus one from you, mm -hmm. and I've also got a plus five on that. So that's twenty three. Wow, 
here are all the high numbers. That is definitely a success. Yeah, so like with a little bit of communication, you know, hand gestures and wing flapping and stuff, you sort of give her to understand that you'd like her to sort of scout ahead a little bit. And she does. Like, she's still definitely keeping within eye and earshot of you, but she does sort of coast up a little over some, you know, rocks that are kind of in the way and and sort of figure out, you know, a path that seems like it might work for you. So, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, Fletcher. Okay, now that we've been able to, you know, get a good path from the eagle, and we've kind of got the hang of moving forward using, like, the lichen system that Kay figured out and everything. Mm -hmm. When we follow, now I'm going to do, when we follow that and get to a point where we need to, like, seems like we could keep going a certain way, need to slip through, and it might be a little hard. I'm going to try casting Grease to literally... (laughs) <laughs> grease the slot canyon so we can slip through like I'm lubing up the canyon I I, I really liked it until just then <laughs> but but also it's not nature check if Fletcher hasn't used grease so <laughs> yep. I mean, that's literally what I'm using it for there is no challenge that grease cannot help overcome I, I haven't found one in this it. game yet funny 20, that is another success. Yeah, Fletcher sort of casts grease on this small, it's a, it's a, it's a, a bit of a, a tunnel pass that Nadia can pretty much make it through because, again, she's small, but all of you sort of medium-sized creatures, it would be a very tight squeeze, and so this little bit of grease, it's not super pleasant, but, you know, you make it through much more easily. It goes away very quickly. Right. So we'll yeah. Be- <laughs> yeah. And, and and it does mean that nobody gets stuck, which is nice because getting st- stuck in a circumstance like that is really scary. So nobody's stuck. It's um, one of those where, like, the eagle hops through no problem, Nadia follows no problem, yeah. and then just totally doesn't notice everyone else going, yeah. uh. <laughs> yeah. So it is continuing to get dark, but it is now Cedric's turn. You're at four successes and two failures on this step. What's the moon right now? Oh, Should we see by moonlight? Hold on. Let me go back to the document where I keep track of the moon. You know, if we had two moons. (laughs) So did you have to do a check for that? Or is that just like, should I just write down like, Arabelle? Huh? I just, I'm actually keeping notes of of what we're doing. Mm Mm-hmm. Just want to know if I can. I don't need to cast a spell. Never mind. It's not important. Oh, but you can. But you trying to figure out. Um, mine was an Arcana check. Yeah. Okay. To cast that spell. Yeah. For anyone who's curious, the full moon is always on the tenth of the month, so it is a waxing gibbous right now. So it is rather bright. Yes. What? So you didn't change everything except the calendar is lunar. Yes. Okay. I, okay. I, I made it a 28-day calendar, and the full moon is always on the same day of the month because that's just easier. <laughs> how many days How many days in a year? 12 times 28. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the calendar year is slightly shorter. Yes. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> yes. Yes, we're slightly closer to the sun, you guys, or the, oh or the planet moves slightly faster. Is this the day that you'd go down this route? These are the, these are the minutia that really... <laughs> <laughs> really make a D&D to, game immersive, yeah. Could yeah. yep. you argue about this when we're, we're not stuck in the jaws of death? <laughs> we're doing an extended challenge, and now you have to be pedantic. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> is it, though? 
Is it? He's just um, um, procrastinating getting to what happens once you're on the other side of the stone teeth. So you know, mm-hmm. you, you can, Ooh, you am can I? <laughs> take that for what it's worth. <laughs> what you doing, so, Cedric? Hmm. I guess I'm going to try and take my my cues from Naughty's bird. I'm just going to keep watching. So, like, as everybody else is trying to like squeeze through behind the the slot canyon, I'm just going to keep watching the bird to see if I can figure out what the next step is according to which way it's heading. And you are using what skill? Uh, I'm thinking knowledge, nature, or survival. Okay, neither of those has been used in a moment, has it? Nope. Um, no, okay. Uh, I would say survival probably makes more sense here because you're, like, okay. tracking. Yeah. Oh, nope, nope. <laughs> Oof. It's a nine. It's a nine. Birds are weird, you Birds know? Birds are weird. Like, it's so fluffy, <laughs> but not fluffy looking. It, I don't know. It kind of creeps me out with its, like, really dead eyes it's <laughs> looking at me. I don't... <laughs> I mean, the last bird we encountered was that horrible bird in the jungle when Nadia <sighs> tried to kill us. So When what? <laughs> She tried to lure us into that trap with those terrible death birds. You were looking for birds. She <laughs> took you to the birds. Mm-hmm. That is what happened. Yeah. Okay. See? So I don't trust them. Like this one. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that was your third failure. You were so close. You were at two failures and four successes. No. All right. But now we get can to we... roll a d10. Yay. No. Can we? Is there not a thingy that we can? Wait. Wait, Quake, I get Bowser the advantage of the last We still have an advantage. Oh, we do. Okay, roll again. I couldn't think of the word. I was like, the thingy. The thing that we have. Roll again. Okay, survival, right? Yes. Okay. 22. Yes. Okay. 22. (laughs) Yes. All right. That is a success. So you pass that step. So that was step Take there. back all those mean things you said about birds. <laughs> that was step number Cedric three. said them. I didn't say them. Yeah, you're like, the birds are weird, and you're sort of like not really sure what to do with it at first, but just sort of like, you know, having your head up a little more is making you notice, you know, the shape of the rocks and the maze a little differently than when you were sort of looking primarily downwards earlier. So, yeah, it, it winds up being more helpful than you would have first thought. So, yeah. hooray for remembering that you have advantage. I think uh, yeah. if I look at that, you have... Oh, and Sarah just gave you one. So you have four of those right now. So <laughs> Four advantages? Yeah, because wow. they were... Qui-Gon used, like, all of his points last time, so... <laughs> Hey, Qui-Gon. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. a team player. I mean, hey. Yes. Yeah, I thought Sarah. we spent most of them. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Sarah is granting you one for later as well. Um, But that means we are on to step three, and I don't get to use the result from that D10, but we'll roll it again later, probably. Um, oh. <laughs> so we are back to Kay's turn at the beginning of step three. You've definitely made more progress through the maze. You're heading towards... What I know to be the center, you have no idea, but I mean, you, the players do, because I said it takes five steps, so. Um, can I tumble, because there's rocks and stuff? Yeah, you can try that again. (laughs) Rocks and stuff. Get out your rock tumbler. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, let's let's tumble this shit. Twelve. Twelve? Again, that's what you did before. You're still struggling to sort of, like, you're trying really hard to make it look cool, but... Yeah, <laughs> yes, that is very true. She's like, being... ha, 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 like, Mission Impossible, and then tumbles into a rock. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you're, you're trying really hard to make it look cool, but it's not necessarily being as effective as you might hope. <laughs> yeah. Nadia? <laughs> I would like to do another perception check. Yes, yes, I can do it this time. And again, looking for sort of the signs that we've already identified as useful. And also, yeah, just looking to see if anything has changed that might be worth note. Yeah. I saw the sign. I opened up my eyes, I saw That's a natural one. I would like to use one of those advantages. Okay. For <laughs> use an advantage. <laughs> Yeah, use a different die too. Oh man, <laughs> I was so ready too. That one is a twenty-one. Okay, yes. <laughs> so again, looking for animal sign is continuing to be successful for you. And now that the sun is going down, there's actually a little more activity. Not necessarily right in the spaces where you all are moving through, because of course the you know you're loud-ish and big, and so the animals are sort of giving you a wide berth. But yeah, there's a little more activity now. That the sun's going down there. Some scorpions out, not kitten or squirrel-sized scorpions like the ones you fought in your camp the other day. Teeny tiny scorpions. But scorpions, maybe some kangaroo rats, some lizards, some snakes, maybe a spider or two. So yeah, like the desert is fairly alive. The down sound of here. music. <laughs> the desert's alive with the sound of music. Yes. Fletcher. <laughs> You should sing to the toads. They'd help us if you sang to them. Toads? <laughs> the lizard oh. reptile. Whatever. It has a backbone. They all look the same. I... <laughs> <laughs> the distinct wow, real prejudice against coming out vertebrates here today. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Whatever's got like skin and stuff. <laughs> Gross skin. Gross. Uh, right. Sarah, what is a javelina? Havelina. Pigs. Havelina. Havelina. Wild pig. Wild oh. pigs. Oh. Havelinas. Cool. Didn't know that one. I yeah. learned something. Native to the southeast United States. Yeah. Well, They're real cute. They're real cute, but apparently also dangerous. Because she oh, said well, yeah, watch I mean, out for them. Pigs. Oh, yeah. Pig, all pigs are dangerous. I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty good at tearing things up, if I recall. Yeah. They're solid oh, muscle. Oh, their teeth are mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No good. Yeah. I don't like the pigs. Colored peccary. Okay, gotcha. I got bit by a pig once. Mm. Ooh. That's no good. <laughs> okay. Am I, are, is like using, would you come up with something if we wanted to try to like use one of the items we have in our bag that we'd come up with a check that you would like associate it with? Yeah, tell me what you're thinking about and we'll make it work. <laughs> So since there's, like, more activity out and there's, th- like, things are coming out to start trying to find their food and everything and we're trying to follow things, I still have, I have a vial with two old Sturge eggs in it. <laughs> but if I was thinking, if I put those out, there's things that are out just scavenging and doing, like, things, <laughs> food however they can and potentially providing 
something a food source that it would collect and return somewhere we could have it you know give us an even better trail to like to mm. keep following something that's out here in the wilderness so basically setting out something that they would scavenge and it's probably a good thing that they probably smell really bad at this point because it'll <laughs> bring would... things in i mean canonically I... they're only like 30 days old right not so... even, well yeah man Ooh. i don't even know i think what... yeah, i still prefer huh? i think i prefer cedric singing over <laughs> have we used or or is 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 like knowledge, nature, or survival available to Fletcher right now? Whoever's keeping they both are right now. Uh, I think both are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then yeah, are. I would say one of those is appropriate for this sort of like luring in animals thing. Okay, I'll try the knowledge nature. Okay. We might attract butterflies or moths. Sure. And that's a 24. A 24. That's another success. Yeah, you take this vial of nasty-ass old sturge eggs out of your bag. And yeah, they smell a little weird. And like, again, because the sturges are very big bugs, like these eggs were not tiny either, right? Like they're not like actual mosquito egg size. Like they were rather large. And so, yeah, there's quite a bit of sort of rancid goop inside there. And sure enough, it doesn't take too long for a lizard to sort of you know, do the thing where they, like, skitter for a bit, and then they stop and look, bounce their head up and down, and skitter a little more, and and it comes up and sort of, like, licks a little bit of the egg, and sort of, like, drops dead. (laughs) 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 And takes a little bit more of it, and then it sort of, like, skitters away in a different direction, and you begin following it, and it takes you through, actually, a bit of, like, a a broader, sort of straighter path for a moment, which is really nice. Um, So, yeah, you make a little bit of distance. Very nice. We're back up to center. With the vial of vial contents. Yes. Oh, yes. But also, you can subtract the sturge eggs from your inventory. <laughs> I'm sure Fletcher is excited about that. <laughs> now he's got a clean vial. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's clean. It, empty it's vial. Just, empty vial. Empty. <laughs> uh, and Sarah says you could have dusted its the lizard's toes with a fluorescent or neon non-toxic powder to track it, which is definitely a thing people do. I don't know Definitely that you have anything that we like have. that. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, Fletcher's got a lot of weird stuff, but I don't just... <laughs> The eyebrow raise when you said that was so judgy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you I had, mean, like... That's Cedric's judginess. I mean, yeah, if you had, like, like shiny metal powder or gemstone dust or something, I bet that would work, but it might feel like a waste to put that on a lizard's feet, so... Yeah, you know. spell components might be a bad use of... <laughs> Take Magic my powdered, lizard. Yeah, my powdered gold and it's sprinkle it on this. Lizard, wizard. <laughs> lizard, wizard. If you put spell components on its feet. <laughs> anyway. Or if it's a dragonborn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and search for the tracks of the lizard, even without the powdered dust that we okay. left on it. No powdered dust or, or neon dust or whatever, but you're using a search check. Okay. Yes. <laughs> they might have gunky, rotting sturge egg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I want to use my keen sense of smell to... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. Big old nine. Big old nine. Okay, that is another failure. So you have two successes. So after I, after uh, the lizard disappears and I try and track it for a minute and then I turn around to Fletcher and I say, you know, what we could do next time is try and like put some kind of powder or some kind of colored dust on its feet maybe that would help. 
And, and do do you have colored powder? Um, I don't know. Let me see. And I like pull out my backpack and like set it on the ground and start like pulling things out and going through it. Um, in the middle of this like wind tunnel that we're yeah. all in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, three pieces of paper fly away. I will deduct them <laughs> from my inventory. <laughs> that is dedication. <laughs> we're at that level of inventory management in this game. <laughs> I I do have a bunch of salts and spices. You do. You just bought my... them from the mm-hmm. from the story green. Can make a spicy lizard. <laughs> Gonna say, was there any turmeric in there? Yeah, I feel like. If, Ooh, yeah. If, if I make a spicy lizard, there's no way Cedric's gonna let it go, though. It seems it's, like a waste. Especially because the spices were expensive, so. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so now you have two successes and two failures, and it is Kay's turn. No pressure, Kay. And we have four more advantages that we can use. Uh, yeah. And half the thing to get through. <laughs> you have three more, but yes. Um, Nani used perception recently, right? Somebody did. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so that one's available for you. It is. Yeah, you can use, yeah. Uh, so okay. search. It's the last search, two. Knowledge, nature, and tumble are all right. support for you. Thank you. Okay. I, I guess I'll try and be perceptive and see if I can <laughs> sniff out any rotting storage egg from around the corner. Uh, okay. <laughs> sniff for. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a 13. A 13. Yeah, so, like, oddly enough, it's... You don't know if maybe it's, like, the cooler air is making it a little the easier The wind is for, blowing yeah. to us, yeah. so theoretically we should be able to smell it better. Yeah, but, like, weirdly enough, you are able to sort of sniff where the lizard went a little bit farther <laughs> using these gross rotten bug eggs. <laughs> the inventory item you didn't know you needed until just now. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so of one of really his precious good. samples. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that is another success, and we're back to Nadia. I would like to try follow the eagle again. Another handle animal. Okie dokie. And that's still plus one extra for yes. being my friend. So seventeen, eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Yeah, she is a little reluctant now that it's like dark this isn't really a time when she normally would be active because an eagle is a daytime creature but she's trying her best and the waxing gibbous moon and its bright light certainly does help quite a bit especially because in the desert a lot of surfaces have a very high albedo so they reflect the moonlight nicely all right that is four successes and two failures and we're back to fletcher no pressure <laughs> so wait so Space is loaded. <laughs> it's very bright it's bright enough for people with enhanced eyesight, would do, do is it getting to the point where I need something to help me see? Like, it's, should I get out? It's rough because you're down here, and so like there yeah. is moonlight, but with the angle of the rocks, it's not always super accessible to you. You are more or less following the outlines of your friends. But, like, if you wanted to see better, you would probably need a light at this point. Yeah, because you're, like, if you were out on the bear desert, this light would definitely be enough for you to see. But in here, it's getting a little, yeah. Okay. So then since I can't really, like, do, like, not being able to see well enough, I can't really do a lot of, like, probably, like, the forward marching (laughs) sort of, like, navigational stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna light a can, you know, one of the candles I have in my, like, hooded lantern. And instead, I'm gonna be kind of at the back, and I'm going to use... 
I think I'm going to try, if this makes sense, a just an intelligence check and be and just like map sort of how we have come in and moved through to determine like is there a overall general direction that we have been going that has been working this whole time even though what we've been kind of taking a circuitous route if overall it's like it looks like we're moving this way we kind of know like that's that seems like where everything is going love that yeah you can definitely use an intelligence check to be sort of scribbling a map yeah okay 21 21 that is another success so you successfully pass step number three and yeah fletcher takes out his notebook and is sort of scritchy scratch in there in the back sort of as best you can making a map of the ways you've tried and the ways you've been successful to sort of prevent you from doubling back on yourselves as much so yeah you're definitely sort of helping orient the group in the right direction very nice very nice okay yeah, so we're on step number four. We haven't gotten to do any fun things. Yeah, I think... Yeah, we're on step number fun. four. Fun things. Yeah, we're on step number four, and it's going to be Cedric's turn. But I think what happens sort of like as you are continuing to navigate, I'm going to throw a very tiny uh, challenge in your way. It's not like one of the big, like, oh, no ones. But Cedric, <laughs> you all have gotten to a point where uh, you were concerned about this in the canyon where you got stuck the other day. But there is actually a little rush of surface water here. And you need to figure out a way across it or through it. It's not super deep or super wide. It's just there is some flowing water here through the stone teeth. And it, again, is a very wiggly pattern. But this little rush is definitely helping erode the rocks in this maze-like pattern. Okay, so how about how wide is it? Probably like 10 feet across. It's not very wide at all. It's just it's there and there's some water. Okay. So I would like to, so everything in here is these kind of like sandstone slots. In all of our movements through here, I'm kind of thinking, is there a, like a sandstone column that I could chip away at to break and form a bridge, basically? Mm -hmm. So I know, I know that I could probably like weaken it at the base, you know, because it's got these kind of layers in it try and get that and then lean it over the Interesting. Water. Is this a use of stone cunning? Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what skill is that? That's... Um, I think it's craft. Okay, yeah, that works. <laughs> so I try and do it with my Warhammer, which is not the best tool for shaving rock. And so, like, as I as I swing at the base of the column, it's the only column I've been able to find anywhere down here. And it's shaped perfectly. But I've never really worked with sandstone before. And as I hit it with my Warhammer, which is, like, the size of a bread box, <laughs> the whole thing just kind of explodes, like, shadow, like, showering me in pieces of, of, of sandstone and rock and like it and like it that's fine you and anyone else who was upwind Mm -hmm. right yeah well and cedric because you were trying to knock this pillar over to 
get it to form a sort of bridge, some of these chunks splash into the water and a little bit of water gets kicked up into your face and you realize there's some sort of mineral that this water must have picked up as it's been flowing through all this rock and it sort of makes your eyes sting and you have to take a minute to clean them out with like your water skin or something. This this is is this in any way similar to the water that I drank in the Cobriel River? It doesn't feel like that kind of burning. It, this is more just like, oh, it's you know, like it's been flowing through a lot of rocks, so it's a mildly salty kind of thing. Okay. Right? Yeah, no, this okay. is not All right. this doesn't briny, not poisonous. Right, yeah, it doesn't <laughs> um and like you've been standing next to this rush trying to figure out a way across it. And no, it doesn't smell or look like the the poison in the Cookreel River. No, this is just this is just heavily mineralized water that's been flowing through these desert rocks. Gotcha. Do I take any damage for that? No, it's just annoying. Okay. All right. I spend the next round like trying to, like, get the grit out of my eyes. Yeah. Okay. Cedric tried knocking some rocks across this little stream, and it didn't work very well. Is there, like, a low-hanging branch or, like, a rock outcrop that I could tie a rope swing to? (laughs) There's definitely a lot, lot of interestingly shaped rocks around here. There aren't any, like, branches per se. Everything that's growing in here is either a cactus or a like a low growing shrub and even the cacti in here it's not like you see a bunch of like tall saguaros in here right they're mostly sort of like bushier lower to the ground cacti so yeah no branches per se but you could probably tie a rope to something and swing across if you'd like to try that. Is this yeah. a, is this a use rope check? It would be a oh, use rope right. check. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, Tarzan! Twenty-two. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, ah! <laughs> yeah. so Kay is like, you know, what would really make this night better? <laughs> A she rope like, swing. she like ties it up, and she like. You know, she like has it down and she takes like a really far, like running step back, where, like runs all the way across, like, ah, like jumps and like lands on the other side. The rope swing is still there. Amazing. The rope swing there. is still there. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Nadia, it is your turn. So, are we going on the assumption that we have all, that we will all successfully be crossing with this rope, or is this we each get to? Make our way across. Oh, you can I tie it. the rope really well because also yeah. you can fly. Also you can fly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you can yeah. do whatever. Uh, but I'm also just I'm I'm doing the math here on what I should be doing next. And if that is, you know, <laughs> getting across the water or helping others do so. Mm-hmm. Actually, what would that look like if I was if I was to to try to help the others across since I can fly a little bit. I think basically like we've used this other times you were trying to help people, you know, on ropes climbing up and down things. This mm. would be sort of like a help action moment, so I will let you choose either your dexterity or your strength and you can roll and then whether that is a success or a failure will determine whether or not it's helpful to anyone else. All right, well that is definitely a strength roll. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, man. It's only 
10. Only 10. Okay, so that is not a success, and that means that you're not especially helpful to anyone, which kind of makes sense, because, like, when you're swinging on a rope swing, you have to move so fast that it would be difficult for Nadia to sort of, like, keep pace with you to, like, help you in any way. So, unfortunately, not super helpful to the group. And that brings us back to Fletcher, who's already looking through his notes to see what he can do. Use a rope swing, Fletcher! It's so fun! (laughs) Well, when you... So where you tied it, though, is it, like, is the rope back to dangling on our side? Like, it's, like, accessible? Or does it, like... Is it... Like, if you swing across the river, I feel like it would have been tied over the river to swing across. Well, she couldn't have tied it, like... like, Are we able to... Yeah. Are we able to use it? Okay. I think well it's also yeah, a 50 foot yeah it's also a 50 foot length of rope which means that like it's it's like hanging in the water and it like it's there was, the tail yeah, dragged no through the water even... yeah so okay yeah Fletcher is not strong enough to keep himself holding onto a rope <laughs> what but is he dexterous enough to swing who doesn't love swing come on Fletcher it's gonna be so fun I I Wait. believe that Fletcher is not strong enough to climb a rope like in gym class but like just hold himself up i bet he could i don't Try know my is zero bottom and sit on it but that, that zero means like average average yeah right uh, i guess yeah like look like ryan i can i can cl- i mean i can <laughs> hold myself up on a rope <laughs> so is that just, so fine tie a knot on the bottom and sit on the knot tie a knot like or use it as like a foothold at the yeah. bottom yeah right? uh-huh. So the actually one would, that, up, would this just be a dex check if too. I wanna oh. if I wanna use the rope because it's already tied so I don't have to like yeah. do anything with the rope. It's just swinging. What we could like even tie the since we got like all this extra length at the bottom could like try and like tie it around my shield um. so that you could sit on my shield like a little. <laughs> swing gosh well it's his turn so yeah i think if you want to try swinging that would just be a dex check yeah just a dex check and how how deep is this water we're like swinging over it but if it's like it's deep enough that yeah you didn't necessarily like you like you because you're so tall probably could but it would be rather like you'd be slogging right like it's deep enough that you'd prefer not to walk through it if you don't have to and And running very rapidly right right? yeah Mm -hmm. it's pretty fast yeah Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make a, a little foothold on the bottom to have one foot on it to try to, especially, like, stabilize myself and try make to swing. Take your shoes off! <laughs> you can, like, grip better with your feetsies! <laughs> with your feetsies? Kay is feetsies. in a mood tonight. <laughs> I roll my eyes and take my shoes off. Okay. Because it's also, if I fall in the water, they're in my bag, then my shoes don't get wet. Hey. Okay. You're welcome, Fletcher. Fifteen. Yeah. After taking your shoes off, you're like, oh, she was right. I can, you know, like, just get my feet on the rope a little better. And you manage to swing across. No issue. Woo. Woo. Kay's, like, ready for a high five. She's like, yeah, Fletcher! (laughs) Wasn't it fun? I, like, touch your hand. (laughs) (laughs) One finger. I'm like super fun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. Or sarcastic, Cedric. <laughs> I mean, I also want to try and swing across. Am I allowed to do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But let's see. So yeah, there was a use rope check, and there was a 
Oh well, the the used rope. You, you could use use rope. Use use rope. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> because K was far enough back in the order. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I want to try and Fletcher's loop is too big for my foot, so I'm gonna untie it, and I'm gonna like tie like a bunch of knots to make like a big knot, so that I can then like sit on it. When in doubt, just tie a lot of knots. Yeah, a bunch of knots. <laughs> That's definitely the uh, yeah. Right like way Cedric's to do that. Cedric's not good enough at using rope to tie like a monkey fist, but like he wants to tie like the equivalent, which is like eighty square knots. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yes. Hatchet knot. Because you yeah. need a hatchet to undo it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, Kay, did you want this rope back? Because oh it my is God. ruined now. <laughs> what is it with you wanting to cut the rope into pieces? <laughs> <laughs> we could still probably use it. We probably just cut that in. Or Fletcher could grease it. Then we could undo it. <laughs> Are you rolling use rope? Yes. Yes. Use rope. 13? 13. That is just barely a success. Yeah, you make it over the rush. And then Nadia can fly over and bring my rope back. Yep. Thanks, Nadia. Yeah, that I'll, I'll just let exactly you say. exactly what I was going to suggest. Yeah, I'll just let you say that happens yeah. because that's, yeah. But it is okay. Kay's turn and you have three successes and two failures on this round. Oh, I made a beautiful rope swing. <laughs> you did. That was excellent. <laughs> uh, well we're now on the other side of this um okay we haven't done a search check in a while nope. um i'm gonna see if there's like animal prints because if there's like this water it would probably like the sand is probably like softer and i'm assuming something would come and drink out of the water it's a good assumption because, like, it's a desert, so where you gotta find water? We have our own po- portable Nadia, but most people don't. So <laughs> most animals don't, so. That is true. So what's our success-failure rate? Uh, you have three successes and two failures. Okay. And it's still three advantages. Mm-hmm. Still three advantages. I got an 18. Yeah, that is a success. So you do see, as you might have expected, that there are some little prints of tiny probably mostly desert mammals coming to drink and then, you know, uh, retreating tracks in the other direction. So you use that to gain a bearing now that you're on the other side of this little bit of a stream. Nadia, you're back at the the, the group's favorite for successes to failures. Mm-hmm. And three advantages. Um, <laughs> three advantages. I would like to do another perception check to sort of reorient and see where we should go from here okay 10 10 is not gonna be enough can i use one of those advantages then and try that again i keep rolling badly on perception i've got a plus eight <laughs> you roll so well on it all the rest of the time it's evening it i know 21 21 is a success and so you succeed on step four right Alrighty, Fletcher, you are starting step five. You've made quite a bit of progress through the stone teeth. You've been going for quite a while. It is pretty far into the night at this point. Yeah. Good thing we had that nap earlier, am I right? This is when we want to be traveling. (laughs) It might be dark, but it's like, hey, at least we're not frying under the sun. I mean, yeah. (laughs) And most of Um, us can see just fine. (laughs) I mean, I can. I have my lantern. (laughs) Truth. <laughs> um, Did the lantern so wh- work in high wind? 
Yeah, because it's hooded, and it, it so it's got protection on most of the sides, and and also because again, it's not it's not like you guys we're are down like low. yeah, it's not like you're trying to push through the wind down here. You would if you were up higher, but yeah, down here it, it just took fifteen minutes to get it lit. Right, yeah, it's it's breezy down here, but it's not so much that the candle isn't going to stay lit. Yeah. So what are, are our surroundings still? pretty much the same like surrounded by slots going different directions yeah this no, maze no has significant looked... change okay. no yeah it's looked pretty much the same the entire time which is again why it's so difficult to navigate is because it's just yeah yeah hmm. search and perception are like always used up when it gets back to my <laughs> turn how's your knowledge nature I mean, it's pretty good, but I've I've done that a number of times. I'm trying to do, come up with different things. Mix it up. Add some well, so based on, so like I have my map where I've been sort of recording like the direction we're going. And so I think, you know, continuing to, to kind of try to follow in that direction where we've, where the general sense of where we need to go. Similar to Greece, but if like, it, we see a way going forward and it seems like it might be a little too tight. I want to see if an acid splash would react with the sandstone and kind of open dissolve and open it up more. Like depending on the minerals that are in there could could react and open up that the the slot more for us. Okay, yeah. Go for it. That's Give why Fletcher's our scientist. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hopefully we yeah, don't use up part- in combat. He'll have used up all of his spell slots. <laughs> Cedric's like, I make bridge. Cedric's like, I make bridge and explode the rock. <laughs> Why don't you just beat the rock out of the way when we're trying to walk forward? I would, but I was distracted doing the thing that I was doing on my turn. <laughs> so yeah, looks like Acid Splash would be a very good solvent because that's a 25. Hey, look at that. Nice. Amazing. Yeah. It, it makes that splurp sound. And then all of a sudden, as the green sort of like slides down, you can see that it did in fact eat away a little bit of the wall. But because that is a very low level spell and it doesn't actually do like continuing damage, I'm going to say that you have to use up two of that if you had two of that, because it's going to take you. Did you have two of that? I did not have two of that. You did not have two of that. Okay. um, I have one of those prepared. Okay, that's fine. But you used it and it made... A little bit of a broader opening for you to navigate through. A Cedric. So we've been very focused on animal prints. I would like to kind of revise my search image a little bit okay. for humanoid prints. So we came in here tracking, you know, these shadowy figures. I want to see if there's any sign of, of humanoid passage through here. And that it's not necessarily just boot prints, but also like if there are any markings, because you know, if anybody's coming through a maze, they're probably gonna start leaving maybe even just shorthand notes to themselves mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, so- and we didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, we didn't do that. <laughs> tracking- we started out doing it, but have not kept it up. Yeah. Tracking is survival. Can I use one of those advantages? You can. Ah oh, man. There's one more. Oh, you're gonna let me use double advantage? They're there for you guys to spend. I mean, we're right at the start, though. Yeah, I'm no. I, it's a ten. It's a ten. So yeah, you think about that, and like it seems like a good idea. You're definitely tracking a person or 
person-like creature. And so, yeah, you, you spend some time looking, but it's it's just so frustratingly dark and windy in here. And, like, the longer you look, the more you're like, oh, but, like, because it's a maze, they could have taken any path through here, and I'm not necessarily ever going to encounter their footprints. So you do not find humanoid footprints, unfortunately. Especially because we've, like, blasted our way through half of it. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that was Cedric. Uh, Kay, what would you like to try? After thinking about that, Kay is like, hmm, maybe we should have, like, written ourselves some notes. <laughs> so can she, like, like, make a rudimentary not exactly a map but like carve like a river thing like a like an arrow on one of the rock walls or pillars that's nearby can you make an argument for what skill or ability you would be using to do that the stabbing one (laughs) (laughs) you're making an attack yeah i make an attack (laughs) um how about This is a little bit of a stretch. I mean, but... I have to damage the rock, right? So yeah, but this like is an like a to me. I mean, but this is like a writing kind of thing. So I was trying to think if maybe like your profession is like shopkeeper, right? So you could do something like that to you know, like I am trying to make a note that will be comprehensible to me later. Does that feel sure. like a good argument for you? Mm, I do have decipher script for later, so I could decipher whatever I. <laughs> I mean, I, I can I make markings. I need my D notes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then decipher the script on the way back. I mean, well, yeah. Let's start with your profession, and maybe you can use decipher script later. <laughs> oh, I have forgery. Um, that's that's like writing stuff. It is, but that's mostly like. That's like the art of copying more so than it is like calligraphy it's or something. The art like... of copying letters in a specific way on a surface of some sort. I, if you would like to use it, you can. But remember that when it's something that you have to sort of like stretch for, the DC is higher. But you can use that if you'd like. Do Do you have anything in craft of any kind? Uh. I don't think no. you have a craft. <laughs> I'm not very don't crafty. Craft. <laughs> uh huh. Nope, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> what was that? I'm gonna go with forgery. I'm gonna forge a map. Okay. A rock. <laughs> how many fails do we have you have one fail and one success okay well oh i got a 21 wow okay yeah so um, no i got a 22 because that math is hard <laughs> natural 19 all right yeah use scratchy yes. scratch some notes to yourself <laughs> in a few rocks <laughs> no it's like okay so there's like 
you know, like you can, uh, there's like those rocks where you like rub them together and then you like in their wet and you and gives you like that paint stuff with like, I don't know, daggery stuff. And I'm, I make something work. Okay. I'm, I'm a smart street girl. That's true. You are a smart street girl. Yeah. And you, you leave some markings for yourself to sort of like decipher later. Right. If you do happen <laughs> to like come back to this spot, you'll be like, we've already been here because that's my and paint there's splotch. directions and there's directions. and with fletcher's map mm-hmm. together we should be able to get back right fletcher <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i think so Amazing. make sure to write scribble scribble <laughs> line scribble on your map so we oh, remember yeah, where... yeah you should mark this rock on your map to remind us that i wrote something here so that way we can figure our way back out Oh, is that writing? I thought it was a drawing. <laughs> it's it's thought- like kind of both. Like, see, there's this river, and then like you see this right here. That's like acid. That's like a that's an explosion, and that rock fell apart. So it's like you have to go through like the the like w- like bashy rock thing and across the river. It's a pictogram. Is this bit supposed to be us? <laughs> well, the fat, stupid looking one is you specifically. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't look anything like me. <laughs> You're right. It looks better. I like to th- I like to think this turns turns into like Fletcher has his like detailed like nicely drawn map that he's making out and then Kay starts contributing to it. So there's just like X's and squiggles and like smiley like frowny faces and stick figures like scribbled on top of his like painstakingly like detailed out map of what we're doing so it just looks like a child got a hold of an heirloom and like destroyed it with things okay Okay, i have a hilarious story so my dad he like collects sand dollars and so he had this really beautiful white one but when i was like five i was like oh it's white and very boring so i colored it with crayon and ruined it he was like so mad the fact that five-year-old nancy was very into bright colors are you surprised? Does not surprise me. I'm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm interested that crayon like worked on a sand dollar, but yeah, also like couldn't you have like carefully heated it up to melt the crayon back off? I mean, maybe. I don't Unless know. Unless it like death. wicks into the sand oh, dollar. Oh, because yeah. they're really porous. The, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so dependent on the wax. It in the wax. Yeah. Just like pff, sucked it in. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't know. All right, beautiful it. sand dollar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, well, that was Kay's contribution to your navigation. Um, uh, Nadia, what you got? I'm going to be super boring and use all the information we've sort of already gathered as far as looking for for plant life and following animals and use knowledge nature to uh, try to continue through. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Has trouble picking a die. <laughs> Would you like to use an advantage? Yeah. yeah, okay. So that was another one. Okay. Get rid of that natural one. Get that out of here. Ice jail is getting very full. Oh no! I was like that the other night. <laughs> that's ten. No, nope, that's another failure. Yeah, again, it's like, also on this side of that little wash, it seems like maybe the, you know, the, the wind pattern is a little different and maybe there are fewer plants over here and you're just, you're kind of having a tough time using those same clues now. Also, it's dark. And even with dark vision, like, especially, so dark vision, and this is like a fun IRL fact, I'm glad that they did it this way, like dark vision doesn't let you see color right? Dark vision lets you see in like a version of grayscale, basically. And that's because the cone cells in your eyes need lots of light in order to function. So yeah, you are trying your best to sort of like 
look at plants and animal tracks and things, but like without color, a lot of plants at a distance look like rocks and vice versa. So it's difficult for you to, you know, like a barrel cactus looks like a rock and stuff. So yeah, it's difficult for you to sort of, (laughs) don't sit on it. Uh, Yeah, it's difficult for you to use those nature cues in the same way that you did before. Fletcher, we're at two successes, two failures, no more advantages. Uh, I'm going to try, especially since you just said the like wind patterns might seem like seem a little flowing differently over here. I'm going to see if, if, you know, we've been following it this whole way and like the each time based on my map of where we've been heading to where the animals are going and how that correlates with how the wind is moving mm-hmm. and see if I can understand something about the airflow through here based on my studies of the elemental planes like the plane of air so i'm going to use knowledge of the planes okay (laughs) because it's like the fundamental you're basically studying the fundamentals of that element and this is all this air passing through here Sure. yeah okay (laughs) trying to just now do another you know search check (laughs) no that's fair 25 wow geez yeah okay (laughs) That was going to be another Reachy one, but you beat the Reachy DC, so you're good. Um. That's what we get for being creative. I mean, yeah. The the dice universe appreciate it. So you do just that. You think a lot about the plane of air and the physics of air movement and sort of follow the wind patterns and the way the wind has eroded the rocks and continue forward. Kay is doing an interpretive dance to help him. (laughs) Hair. <laughs> you have like yeah. ribbon dancers with you. Yeah. <laughs> Cedric's just still twirling. singing in the background. Sure. <laughs> just really quietly under his breath, because he like eventually he picked up that everybody else was really not enjoying it. But he's he's only on verse forty two, so it's like there's a lot of you know you don't want to you kind of want to finish. Now it's kind of stuck in his head. <laughs> Is that is that a, a relatable experience to have a hymn stuck in your head? I don't, I wouldn't know, but... I mean, it is for Cedric. Okay. Yeah, uh, but it's your turn now. It's the priesthood equivalent of, like, 99 bottles of beer on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> 99 irons of iron to forge. <laughs> <laughs> sounds better in Dorvish. Um, oh. <laughs> I guess I'm, I just want to. I just want to do a perception check. Like, I just want to like. Okay, uh, that hasn't been. Has that been used? Recently? Hasn't been used in no, a while. Okay, okay. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, you continue perceiving again uh, after that trick with the following the eagle. You realized if you sort of like look up a little more uh, rather than sort of looking down or straight in front of you, looking up seems to be giving you a better idea. You know, like how you can sort of figure out where there are clearings in the forest by under like seeing where there are spots where there doesn't seem to be as much canopy. Like you're sort of doing that with the rocks, where you're understanding how what you can see sort of up in front of you translates to what's on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How many successes do we have? Four. How many failures do we have? Two. God damn it. We're always at this point. I love this pattern. So I was going to say, every time we get down to this, but this time we don't have an advantage to get mm-hmm. out of it, which is how we've, like, succeeded on the past ones. Yep. So, don't screw Well, we up. haven't failed any of these yet. Hashtag no pressure. Hey! 
shut up why would you do that because i love you nancy uh, have we used we haven't used search recently nope no what did you use nope. on the bank of the no that was longer ago than you this. used forgery last you use rope and forgery right. is what okay. she's done. okay 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 yeah I will use a search check. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a nat 20. Plus my search is nine. So I got a 29. Wow. Yes. Wow. <laughs> okay. Hey, is over this. She Maybe I should have dance. left it at five Please. successes before two failures. <laughs> oh, will no, we be doing this for the next barely, two episodes? We've been getting through every time yeah. on two failures. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> So we would all of those times we would have already failed. Uh, yeah, that, that was anywhere. that was great. Yeah. Um. So with that, you all sort of working together. Oh, and in fact, Kay, I almost forgot to do this. Kay, you are searching, and you can you can see it. It feels like the rock maze is starting to open up a bit, and you get this feeling like I wonder if we're getting close to the end. And you notice something kind of weird off to the side of like the path that you're following a little bit it looks like there's something buried under the sand maybe like like half buried like the sand is blown over it and i think that is where we will take our halfway break so thank you everybody who's been hanging out with us we'll get to see what's under the sand in a moment when we come back so yeah get up stretch your legs get some refreshments all that good stuff and we'll see you back here in like 10 minutes. Hi, I'm Mike, the storyteller from Tales of Asperon. On this clear night, you find yourself at a makeshift camp within the White Leaf Wood. Beside you, an older gentleman sits on a log with a book, writing of its own accord. The light from the stellar rings surrounding the planet bring a pleasant glow to this person's scarred face. This story is about four young folks who cross paths in the simple town of Homestead, on the frontiers of Asperon. Together, these kids save a poisoned man on the street, believing him to be a hero of sorts. Little did they know, this kindness would unravel their lives into a heap of trouble. You see, Asperon is filled with danger. The heartlands will melt your body to its very bones and titanic beasts roam the jungles and forests. Though the frontier is the worst of all. It has no kings, queens, or country, just people. People who will take whatever they want. The frontier, well it's where heroes are forged. And I hope these kids have what it takes to make it through the fire. Hello, adventurers. If you enjoyed that preview of our 5th edition Real Play podcast, check out our website at www.toapodcast.com. You can also find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, and most of the other free podcasting apps. Hey, everybody. There we are. We're back. Oh, look, and both microphones are working. I, I know how to stream, maybe. It's episode number 40. Anyway. Killing <laughs> it. We're back. We hope you enjoyed I'm over your here break. Like, is mine still recording again? Yeah, yeah right. Yes. Okay, we're good. <laughs> hope you enjoyed your break. Got some snack and drink refills. Talked about the drama of trying to get, you know, vaccines. Please get vaccinated if you are able. You know. Yeah, we can't buy them in Ecuador, so. Yeah. What was that? And it's free? Don't. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah please get, get vaccinated. vaccinated.
please. Dummy. Yeah, for your for your own safety and the safety of everyone around you. Okay, yeah, so we are back. They have made it basically to the end of the stone teeth, but as they are sort of making their way, and of course there is no like hard beginning and hard ending of this thing, right? You already saw that the beginning sort of had some like, you know, forward soldiers as it were, and then you made it into the maze. So you're sort of coming out the other side of that sort of like dwindling away of the rock maze. But Kay saw something noticed something out of the corner of her eyes sort of like half buried in the sand but again it's dark out and your dark vision really only gives you grayscale so you can't really tell what it is from a distance but if you'd like to go over and investigate you certainly can i would like to go over and investigate okay so you go on up to this is there a stick near me can i poke it with a stick sure (laughs) it's a cactus though so now you've got Spines in your hand. I said a stick. There's some shrubs in here, so it's not a very long stick. But like, yeah, sure, you have a a short stick. Excellent. That's fine. There's usually a stick around somewhere. It's nature. It's the outside. You poke it (laughs) with this short stick, and like you feel a little bit of like shifting, but like nothing terrifying happens. I poke it harder. You poke it harder, and you feel a little bit more of like shifting. I'd, I'd go over, I guess, and try and... Kay, what are you doing? There's a thing over here, and I wasn't sure if it would bite me, so I poked it with a stick, but I don't <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's going to bite me, so I think I'm going to brush on the sand off of it. But... It's probably just a rock. No, it's it doesn't feel like a rock. My shiny senses are tingling, although I'm not sure if it's shiny. <laughs> Classic rogue. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that was an Asimer reference. Oh, no. <laughs> your shiny sense is like like you've got a vision? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's like, you know, when you like find something of interest, your little shiny senses tingle. But like you had a dream about it because you're a shiny person? No, I, I literally just saw the dirt here was slightly different and decided to poke it with a stick. More like a We've been looking at slightly like different dirt for the last three hours. No, this dirt is, <laughs> this dirt is really different. <laughs> Okay. Slightly I feel like if anybody was going to notice different dirt down here, it would have been me, but, you know, whatever. Well, maybe you're not very good at detecting, like, shiny energy dirt. Fair enough. I mean, you are the chosen one. You know what? I am the chosen one. Oh, today she's embracing it. <laughs> she, like, She's a teenager. Off. She's very mercurial. <laughs> She, like, brushes off the thing. Like, she Mm -hmm. wants to know what's under there. Yeah, you brush off the sand, and you find kind of medium-sized-ish leather, like, bag, backpacky type dealio, and and sort of at the the back of it, so, like, what's against the sand or, like, still partially under the sand, it seems like there's something sort of, like, longer and hard that must be, like, you know, tied onto it or something, but that's still kind of under the sand. She um, keeps digging. Okay, you keep digging, and you find If that, I need to, I need to, like, pull my dagger out to, like, help. I'm. It's not very deep under, right, because it's, it's okay. tied to this. So, yeah, you, you find strapped to this backpack what looks like a javelin, right? You know, like, a, like a, a, a shaft with, like, you know, kind of pointed ends. It's metal. 
I told you it was shiny. Yeah. No one believed me. And if Fletcher comes close with his light so that you can see in color again, you'd see that it's it's metal and it's painted like a deep blue. And there are very thin sort of like uh, silver and gold zigzag patterns inlaid on the paint. I told you, Cedric, it was shiny. I told you my shiny senses tingled and you'd had no faith in the chosen one. As I walk over there, I I see the like shaft of the javelin. Um, Oh, is it a morning star? (laughs) No, it has a pointy end. Oh, I couldn't see because you were in the way. I'm sorry you're so bitter. <laughs> uh, I guess she like picks it up. Is there anything in the bag? Yeah, that's uh, when you were poking it, you could feel something sort of shifting and you even heard a little bit of like a, like things knocking together or like clinking against one another. So there's definitely- Oh, maybe there's another tent in the bag. There's stuff in the bag. Yeah. Uh, I guess she like pulls the javelin out and also opens up the bag. She really just wants to turn it upside down and like have everything fall out. But then she like thought about Fletcher and how he always carries glass vials. And like, maybe that's not a good idea because the glass would break and also maybe it would explode. And she doesn't really want Fletcher to get mad at her. So she just looks in it. Wow. Canonically, you say all this out loud, right? <laughs> yes. Even if she doesn't, you can see the, you can see the wheels <laughs> turning. The wheels turning. Yeah. She like and looks at the, she, down. she like has the bag. She's about to do this to it. And then like looks at Fletcher. <laughs> and like looks at the bag and just goes and like opens it. Fletcher, you have so much influence growth. in this group. Careful, there could be one of those like stabby tail bugs in there. You know, you can look in it too, Cedric. You don't have to be so bitter about it. No, I, good job fighting it. Thanks. All right, Kay. So inside this bag, after taking a moment to sort of root around in it, I'm assuming you might put it down on the ground so you can sort of yeah, move your uh-huh. hands through all the contents. You find- She like pulls them out on the sand. I was going to say, Cindy got ready with her pencil. Good job. <laughs> you find- <laughs> 300 silver pieces and 50 gold More pieces. shiny things. I told you, my shiny senses are on point. <laughs> what was all that Sorry, I jingling? lost was the back half dice? of that. <laughs> no, it was my knife. And... I'm mixing my tea with a knife because I don't know where spoons are. <laughs> I'm having a day. <laughs> the ADHD is very strong today. I'm not sure if you can tell. It's fine. It's good. Mincy, tea sometimes I just want to like come take care of you. <laughs> 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 Send her a spoon. <laughs> the tea's in a mug, not in a measuring cup. I mean, so I just it. bought extra spoons. I have four. I have enough. I just don't know. Like, two of them are in these cups that are dirty. And so, you know, yeah, that... That was the thing. Like, I'd use them. Like, the spoons get dirtier at a faster rate than the rest. So I just bought more spoons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't own my spoons. I don't own anything in this apartment, so... I feel like this conversation is a metaphor for something because it's about spoons. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so 300 silver. Uh, 300 silver pieces and 50 gold pieces. Good grief. So many shiny things. And several shiny stones. Told you. Shiny senses. You I get- felt it. Hey, pass me those stones. Let's see if I recognize them. Give them the racks. Uh, so you definitely recognize the first ones. Uh, you find five pieces of obsidian. Because you've already seen quite a bit of that. And you watched um, Koi lap some uh, a knife. And I failed to lap And you some. failed to lap an arrow point or something. So yeah, you're familiar with what obsidian looks like. You also find one 
beautiful, clear, teal-colored gem. It's very pretty. And you find three pieces of stone that they appear to be the same kind of stone, although each one of them is unique and individual. It's a milky, bright green with some sort of subtle or, you know, like blended out white veinations running through it. These are very pretty. These are very shiny rocks. What do you know about them, Cedric? What do I know about them, Dio? I, you know what to do. <laughs> do what you do, dwarf. Is this an appraise check, actually? Like, I, what is this? Yeah, I think that's, yeah. Okay. Don't recognize these. Must be some Arda-only rocks. <laughs> definitely a gemstone of some that's kind. That's definitely how minerals work. <laughs> I can't use an appraise check either because he just used it, right? You can try. You wouldn't like like he has a bonus to it for identifying rocks, so like your child like okay. your DC will be harder because yeah. Well, I'll try. I accidentally just clo- closed roll twenty, so hold on. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm I'm taking a really good look at these rocks. Uh I lick one of them. Your appraise check is a plus seven. Like a wow. Sh- <laughs> yeah, what? I'm a shop owner. <laughs> wow. I'm a shop owner. Wow. I know shiny stuff when I see it. Okay. Except for today, of course, when I only got a 12. <laughs> yeah, you're not really sure either. They're very pretty. You like them a lot, especially this this teal colored one is, it's really, it's so clear. This teal colored one is my, is like, you know, it kind of goes with my theme. Yeah. Yeah, it matches your face sparkles a little bit. <laughs> yeah, right, that's what I was saying. It matches your face. <laughs> He said face sparkles. I know. They do like... match my face sparkles. <laughs> yeah, so that's what you find half buried in the sand is a, a bag with some stuff in it. I... gems and a javelin. Treasure. A shiny javelin. Is the shiny javelin like useful or is it like a selling kind of shiny javelin? That's up to you. It is a javelin. Does which is... the shiny, do, do the markings on it look anything like stuff we've seen at either of the two camps? Oh, you mean like like whether it's uh, like crafted by one of those peoples? Yeah, not specifically. This is it's sort of a generic-y pattern, but it's it's like really very nicely painted. And again, it's a metal javelin, so it's like good quality. And like oddly, for being in a place with so much erosion and being buried in sand, the paint doesn't seem to be scratched or or must in anywhere. Like the the paint job seems pristine. Like, does it look more like a ceremonial javelin, or does it look like someone actually may have stabbed someone with it? Or <laughs> speared? What? <laughs> Make a search check for gore? I don't know. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do a search check for gunk. Um, I'm taking a real good look at it. <laughs> yeah. Where is my search? Probably into the assets. All right. All right. We're going <laughs> to... A fifth, a seven, six, seventeen. Nine. <laughs> fifth, six, seventeen. You don't, seventeen. Okay. Nine plus eight is seventeen. Okay, you don't find like viscera or whatever dried 
on it. But like, the but I mean, like, if it was ceremonial, it wouldn't have like any markings or anything on it. But if you it was used, it like might have hit a rock or like bone or something, and yeah, not so been pristine. You don't you don't find any marks, scuffs, whatever on it. But like, as you're holding it, it feels very well balanced. Like you could throw it because I, I believe a javelin is a simple weapon that anybody should be able to use. But also, like the points are extremely sharp. So like it, even though you don't see any like marks on it at all it seems like it is probably a useful weapon can i keep this how how like worn and weathered is the bag it is pretty pretty beat up it's probably been here for a while like it looks like it's been out here a while but the javelin's pristine yeah what's that so much nodding happening here yeah there's a lot of nodding. there's probably something special about that javelin if it's if it was Seems like presumably put out here the same time as that bag that looks like it's about to fall apart. I I think that's something we should keep. Should I throw it and see if it explodes or something? Maybe when we're not in the canyon. Oh, that's a that's a good idea. See, this is this is why I ask you the questions because you do the thinking that I was too dumb to do. Yeah, let's not let's not bury ourselves in in crumbling sandstone like Cedric almost did to himself earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that was a good idea, and you guys know it. It was a great idea. The execution needed um I just I don't have any like chisels or like the proper size mallets. I mean my Warhammer's just not super good at sculpting stone. Yeah, the, the stonework really left something to be desired with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. It's my tools. I'm sorry, I'm making noise. I was looking at a book. Only the shoddy craftsman blames his tools. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good phrase. I've never heard that's that. That's a before. good proverb. I like puts the shiny javelin on her back she's like very excited about it okay you do that it's so shiny guys it also matches my face sparkles I feel like I I tend to keep all the like little jumbles of things and nothing that heavy so I'll take the stones and the money you're our banker and the money. I figured that's just like <laughs> anything we find is group money, and I just assume that I put it into the okay <laughs> the group supply. At, at this point, that's probably like the most heavy thing that any of us is carrying. <laughs> it's like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what fifty gold pieces weighs, but I bet it's a lot. <laughs> probably. And we just don't worry about that. Nope. Magic. Magic. Everybody has a magic coin purse. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it would be good. the first thing that would be invented. You'd think, right? What? Think about how much change mer- oh. merchants would have. They'd have to have like a an, a bag of money holding. That does make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of bank. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, but yeah. So you just imagining like the mechanics, like a very small bag of holding, like a small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. only for money. Try to put something else in, and it just like spits it back out. <laughs> <laughs> Can you use it as a weapon? You like load some rocks in there and point it at people and like shoot rocks no. out. Oh, that'd be such a fun magic item. <laughs> Imagine how many times we get hit in the face, especially Fletcher. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, oh, what? oh, all right, all right. But you oh try to put counterfeit money in it and it's not technically money, and so it spits it back out. That would be the real mm-hmm. that's where the the mm-hmm. high end ones only. Yeah. That's a good idea. I like that. Okay. Yeah. So you found this bag of stuff. 
and um, shiny things. Shiny I would just like things. to point out how right I was. That's true. Everything in the bag was shiny. Everything was shiny. Except Literally the bag everything. Except the bag itself. Yeah. But, so. hmm? but but like the javelin was attached to it and yeah, that was shiny. That's true. It is. Yeah. So you, you find that. And like I said, the, it's uh, the, the maze has definitely opened up at this point and you feel very proud of yourselves that you have successfully navigated your way through without coming to any harm. And you can see open desert beyond these last few sort of like pillars and boulders and things. It is very late into the night. I don't know if you feel like resting or if you would like to continue, but that is the point where you are at right now, I guess. Do we see anything, with the view opening up now, do we see anything around us that indicate or be like the remains of people who may have also like come through here and camped afterwards, tracks, campfire, like is there, are there any signs out here now that it's open? Make a perception check. I was going to say if the wind has died down, I could actually pop up and do a broader view. Mm-hmm. 23. Wow. <laughs> well, within the scope of what you me. can see in the darkness. And what did you say? 13. And 13. So, yeah, Fletcher sort of perceives the immediate area with your uh, lantern and Nadia hops up. Because, yes, the wind, I mean, you're still sort of in this. You can't get super high yet. You're going to have to get a little distance away from this area to where the wind presumably will die down like it did on the other side, but you try to get a, a broader area view, but neither of you really sees anything all that interesting from what you can see here, but you are out the other side, which is a very nice feeling. <laughs> do we, it's getting late and a little chilly. Do, do we want to set up sleep. camp and, and sleep until, until oh. we get whatever rest we can? Yeah, how did we take a full? We didn't take a long rest earlier. Like we just camped for a couple of hours, right? I mean, the resting thing is sort of here because you're mm. you're sort of like resting in chunks, but we don't have like what is a long rest or whatever. But like, yeah, you so you sort of like rested in like the hottest part of the afternoon, and then yeah, you you had been doing this sort of like resting in the like the coldest part of the night, and then also in like the hottest part of the day. So yeah, you're sort of splitting up your long rest, as it were, but I'll just, yeah, I'm counting it about the same. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but your spells still renew at whatever time of the day they renew, as long as, okay. you've, as long as you have done that sort of, like, coldest part of the night rest, yeah. Okay. Yeah, then it might be worth getting a little bit further from the stone teeth to get to where there's less wind, but... But it's defensible. We could hole up in one of those dead-end slot canyons, and at least we wouldn't be able to be attacked from more than one side. Yeah, that's a good idea. When we're in the tents, we shouldn't really feel any of the wind anymore down on the ground. That's a good point. Okay, so that's the plan, is to camp in a little dead-endy rock cave or like cave or, or cul-de-sac or whatever okay so you do that anybody doing anything special while you're in camp or are we just we're snoozling and then waking up again yeah okay snoozling. Uh, yeah what yep nope yep okay <laughs> okay yeah so you take a bit of a rest and you wake up again sort of in that like you know just before dawn sort of time pack up your tents, eat a little bit of something, I assume, and get ready to start traveling again. So what is your plan now? You 
feel like from the way you were traveling when the sun was last up and, you know, sort of watching the moon and the stars and stuff, you feel like you've come out the side of the stone teeth more or less sort of, you know, west from where you entered. So you made more or less a a straight cut through, which is nice. But yeah, now that you're at the other side, what is your plan? We we weren't given any guidance beyond people going into the stone teeth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They said well, they thought they saw a figure, maybe two figures. They're not sure because they were far away. And they presumed that those people would not stay within the area of the stone teeth because it sucks in there, as you guys have just experienced. So they they assumed that those people were probably traveling through it to the other side. Nadia, is the wind, has the wind died down enough for you to go up and to see if you can see something off in the distance now that the sun's starting to come up? Yeah, yeah, I can walk out and try that again. Mm-hmm. Stupid dice. <laughs> Why? Because you insulted uh, 16. them. <laughs> 16? Okay. Yeah. Look here. So you do your little pop-up, and again, it's still dim in this pre-dawn light, right? Like, you can look behind you, and the eastern horizon is just sort of starting to have a teeny bit of light to it. So you're still working with this, like, mostly grayscale vision. You pop up, and with your 16, you look around, and you see something sort of, like, off to, like, your northwest-ish a little that looks kind of strange. Like, it's hard to tell. And again, like, it's an object that's partially covered by sand you think from the way you're looking at it but like i don't know it seems a little strange uh, a little out of place on the landscape like it doesn't look like the other like rocks and and cacti and whatever and how far away probably like mm, 200 yards so it's like close ish but okay. you know yeah yeah i would point it out to the group and say we should go check that out Looks good to me. Okay, no no visions or anything like that in the night. Nope. All right, well, next time you have one, maybe tell the group. Yeah, sorry about that. I didn't realize you'd be so grumpy about it. I mean, I feel like it's, it's kind of important group knowledge. Do you tell everyone about your dreams? Yes, actually. Yeah. So I had this one last night where we were all loaves of bread and... Cedric just told a lie. I start walking toward the thing. Or did you tell them about that dream? Wait. About which dream? The dream that I gave you on stream. Oh, no, I didn't tell you that. Ah, tell Cedric there, just yeah, told I a lie. Yeah, I didn't tell them that. Yeah. That's neat. Uh, you guys don't know that he lied, but I do mm-hmm. now. That's fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Any hoozle. Yeah, what you doing? Are you going towards this mysterious lump in the sand? Yeah, we might as well follow our only lead, even if we get there and just look around again and see where to go next. Yeah. Yeah. So you get maybe like, mm, like, you know, 50 ish feet away. Cause like, again, it's, you know, it's on the ground, so it's hard to see from a distance, but yeah, you get 50 ish feet away and like, Oh, that's weird. It looks kind of like, like there's, there's something sort of like moving a bit in the wind on it. Almost like, is that a piece of clothing maybe? Like, is that is that a person lying there in the sand? You're not sure, but like, ooh. 
Now I have a fancy stick to poke things with. <laughs> Maybe it's this person's fancy stick. I don't know. Well, I'm going to poke them with it. Nancy, please don't poke someone with a magic javelin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Kay, are you... Nadia won't know to tell you not to do <laughs> So I mean, I don't think Kay would think not to do it. She just thinks it's a shiny stick. Kay, are you going to walk up and poke it? Is it moving? I mean, like I said, it looks like there's a fluttering of like what looks like a scrap of clothing, you know, fluttering in the wind kind of thing. But like the the figure, the object isn't moving. Yeah, she pokes it with the javelin. All right. Not uh, very hard because the javelin, like it's like pointy. Well, so she's you not, don't like, even get to that point because oh, okay. as you walk towards it and you didn't ask to look at it again before you walked up to poke <laughs> it. As you walk towards it, you realize it's not a corpse because it's sort of like open like a puffball would except it's not a mushroom it's some sort of weird cactus and it this big cloud of spores did anybody follow her <laughs> uh, yeah I, I, i'm probably pretty close behind yeah okay so it, it this big cloud of spores it's a puffball in like a 25 foot radius around it so like a lot of spores and i need anybody who was that close to this not a corpse to make a fortitude save please Oops. <laughs> Sarah says oh, stick upgrade. <laughs> stick upgrade. I'm like debating whether I would have followed closely or not. I got a 25. I I, wow. I think okay. I would have. I think I would have. I got a 23. Said fortitude? On fortitude? Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a 19 and I have four. Wow. Nadia. All of my dice are rolling twos today. Oh, I'm so Ten. sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Well, that sucks, because this was definitely Kay's recklessness, but she doesn't take any damage. Uh-huh. So like... <laughs> and I just followed. <laughs> so Kay and Cedric, you get close, and but like you're you're close on the ground, so you see it, it sort of starts to like, it, it swells for a moment right before the <laughs> happens, and so the two of you are able to sort of like duck your faces out of the way and like hold your breath, but Nadia wasn't really paying attention as she's flying sort of behind you. So Nadia, you will take... Some da- oh wow, aren't you lucky? That was two ones. You will take two spore damage. Who is my number today, I guess? Yep. <laughs> two spore damage and ooh, that was less good. Two spore damage and three points of damage to your constitution score. Oops. Oh. Mm-hmm. Ow. Which definitely drops your modifier by something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, team. It's apparently like a mushroom thing. You think we would have learned from Gary, but I did not learn. Apparently, it's very excited to poke it with the stick. Yeah, it's a weird like it's something like it's got a lot of like the defensive characteristics and like morphological characteristics of a cactus, but it just released some sort of like spore or toxin cloud. So you're not really sure what exactly it is, but that's what it did, and it was not a corpse. It was not a person. Is it, Just did it like refurl back in or is it like trap has been sprung now kind of thing? It's kind of like a trap has been sprung kind of thing, but it does like it, you know, if you want to go up and sort of investigate it more closely now, like it's definitely some sort of living plant mushroom something. Yeah. It's definitely growing out of the sand. Um, yeah. Yeah. I want to go over there and look at it a little you bit closer You should taste now. it. That seems to be your specialty. I was thinking about kicking it first, honestly. I'm going to but... back up. Kay like backs out of the 25 foot range. I was thinking about kicking it, but 
then I thought maybe it would release some more of that like gas or whatever it released. It's not any worse than your gas. <laughs> what was that sound? Hey, we've been eating nothing but jerky for days, all right? Oh. Not my fault. Man. <laughs> Camping is rough on your intestines, kids. Um, <laughs> all right, well, that's a thing that happened. <laughs> are you kicking it or are you just looking at it i'm just looking I'm just looking okay yeah that's the thing that happened yeah is it like splayed open like a balloon that like popped and is like laying there or is it still formed uh, it's it, so like the the as you get up on it you see it did does have sort of like limbs you know it, it looks like it's got like two arms and two legs like laying in the sand so it does look you know convincingly like a corpse until you get pretty close to it but yeah like where the quote-unquote back of the corpse would have been is sort of open now a little bit yeah so think like you know chest burster or whatever yeah Uh, (laughs) but like a mimic like a like a humanoid lure and then yeah that's a cool carnivorous plant yeah yeah this is called the swollen corpse and i'm trying to remember where i found it I think it was from the horrific herbarium again. That's so cool. I'm not sure if that's where it's from. It's it's it, I wrote this a while ago, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, the like little flutter like mimicking like I don't know, it reminds me of like the like the like turtles and things like that that'll like pretend to be a worm yeah, with their the tongue. Yeah, the worm like the tongue. Yeah, yeah. It, the description literally says it's a large cactus that looks like a humanoid corpse wearing tattered brown clothing. So I thought that was very clever. Yeah, yeah. that's really cool. Because that's, so, like, I don't know if I've said this before, but I certainly think about it a lot, that, like, a lot of traditional or classic D&D games and settings are very, like, medieval Europe, so it's a lot of, like, deep, dark forests, and then, like, cute little towns and hamlets, and, like, occasionally a lake or a river or something, but, like you know, Arda has everything. And so trying to plumb the depths of all of the D&D supplement books to find challenges for environments that are not that sort of medieval Europe setting has been really interesting and fun and challenging. And and I, I did, like I said, I had a whole list of things that could happen to you in the stone teeth if you, you know, if or when you failed steps. And some of them I sort of just had to like make up stuff for because yeah there isn't a lot of sort of like desert focused uh challenges but you didn't get to experience all of them so that's unfortunate but we used the swollen corpse so that was fun Da-da! all right well your eyes have been bamboozled now what I'm sure you didn't have any dreams okay oh be really handy right now didn't you have any dreams you're the one who talks to god yeah i told you i had that dream about the bread but i don't think that means anything and I mean, I prayed this morning, but I mean, in my lifetime, never Morden's never really spoken back, so didn't get anything useful out of that. I mean, I got useful meditative time, and it was a time to center myself and grow as a person, but I didn't get any feedback that is relevant to our current mission. <laughs> I haven't gotten anything either. I'm sorry. Oh man, they have to figure it out for themselves this time. Darn. <sighs> okay, so looking around. All right, so we've come straight through the the teeth. Mm-hmm. We're looking around. Mm-hmm. 
like if we continue to go straight west, what do we see? You can continue moving in that direction and somebody can perceive again. Well, just like like in the distance. Is it oh, just oh, oh, flat yeah. or is there mountains? Um, or... So it looks similar. Like it's, it's desert that looks similar to the desert that you were, you know, moving through on the, the other side. But yes, you do see in the distance in the west that the land slowly slopes upwards and there's a little bit of, you know, sort of like sand dooney, hilly type terrain it looks like and then in the you know the farther distance there is in fact that mountain range that you've been told about and you have seen it occasionally at other points as well so yeah you knew it was there but you're i think i think you are closer to it now than you have been since you were sort of with the myconids because in when you were with them you were sort of in like the low foothills before the sort of like southernmost reaches of this mountain range so we've been traveling parallel to this mountain range since the Myconids? Since the since you did science at the river in the abandoned camp. Because you sort of like like the Myconids, and then you sort of continued following the bank of the river, and you met Barika and helped her with her problem. And you continued following the bank of the river until you got to the spot where the sort of like the pollution seemed to be, you know, entering, and you did all of that sort of discovery. And then you decided to head straight north. So at that point, you started moving more or less in i mean obviously the mountain range is not a perfectly straight north south line but like more or less parallel to the mountains yeah okay so we headed north until we got to the scorpion folk camp and then we turned west to head to the teeth and we've been heading west into the mountains since then yeah more or less yeah like you sort of like you headed north and then you saw the lights of the thrycreen festival and so you headed sort of like northeast and then you headed sort of like northwest to get to the temple and then you headed a little more northwest to get to the scorpion folk camp and then you headed a little like southwest to get to the stone teeth and now you've gone west west yeah (laughs) thanks ryan Honestly, I was kind of hoping we'd see something on the other side of those stone teeth. I mean, I was too. I don't think we just like went through the jaws of death for nothing. I guess we continue on in this direction. You're very good at doing things without clear answers. So, in a testament to fate. Yeah, I'll, I'll pop up and try one more time. 16 again. Okay. So it takes you a while. You sort of like, you, you look and you sort of like continue flying as, as the group just sort of wanders for a bit and you wander for like, you know, like an hour and a half more. So at this point the sun is up, which does make the visibility a little easier for you, Nadia. And, and as the sun is rising and you're continuing to scan the landscape and feeling a little dejected because you were like really hoping that you would just like, you know, the answer would be upon you when you came out the other side of the stone teeth. You do see something eventually. You find, again, it's a little far off, so you'll have to fly to it, but a mound of soil, rock, sand, it just, it looks different than the other sand dunes that you've you know, flown over or anything like that. It doesn't look like any of the natural features of the landscape that you've become familiar with. This is just Nadia seeing it or just all of us? 
Uh, it's still a little distant, so she sees it first because she's flying up. But if she sort of moves you all in that direction, eventually you would see it as well. Yeah, I'll let the rest of them know there's something over there. Yeah, it just seems like slightly the wrong shape and or texture of material. It doesn't look and, like the normal sand dunes. And so as we get closer, does it also seem like like the dunes are usually like the prevailing winds kind of like carves all the shapes of the dunes and stuff? Does it seem like it's just like stuck there? Like it is not following the same pattern as the others and things like it's just like like it's like why is why did it why is it formed like this? I'm not remembering the correct term for this shape right now, but one of you ag people will surely be able to help me out if it's it's like a long triangle shaped you know like a windrow con, you know a conglomeration of soil. I don't know. I was trying to think if there was a word that started with f that described the shape. But yeah, basically a it's furrow? Like, furrow? I think that's what I was thinking. That would be of, the yeah. like Oh, okay, that's in. But well, it's the, the opposite. Down, of that. Yeah. So it's, Opposite yeah. furrow. It's like a, it's like a, a an accumulation of soil and rock and sand that's you know a a, a you know more or less triangular type shape, but it's it's long, right? So it's not like, you know, a sand dune that sort of has like a curved top. This is it's not like perfectly pointed, but it seems more you know, it's it was not formed by erosion, and it is it's this sort of like long, more or less straight line of it, which is weird. Does it look like based? You said the the what it's made out of looks different than the surrounding soil and everything like that. Does it look like like mine tailings or something like that that I would recognize as? It kind of does. It looks like there's a lot of stuff that probably came from deeper underground. That's. That's why it looked like a weird texture to Nadia, because it's not—it's not the smoothed-over surface material that you've been seeing everywhere else in these natural formations. This looks like it's like chunks of things that were from farther underground. There's a lot more like rock chunks and stuff. I spend eight minutes explaining that to all of them. <laughs> Aren't we also like, lucky this, that like, it was that's not That's probably nine. from the bedrock, and that's from the. <laughs> These basalt characteristics are only found below 200 meters. And, yep. But I have no idea why they'd be here in the middle of the desert. Would you like to get closer? Yes. The only way to know is to go to them. Seems Especially like somebody had to bring them up came to the from surface. Underground. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it sounds like you get closer. Um, Let's walk. Yeah. 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 What, what would Absolutely. You, how close would you like to get? Would you like to, what, you know, what, how would you like to get closer, I guess? I mean, I'm looking for an entrance to a mine because I've made this assumption, but unless I see, so I'm like looking around, but unless I see something, I'm going to keep walking until I get to them. Okay. Yeah. So give me a, the search check as you're walking to them, around them, whatever. It's a 15. Okay, yeah, so you walk closer to them and sort of, you know, get to this, again, this weird, like, line of of tailings and sort of walk along it and then sort of, like, around the end of it. And so now you're on the western side of it and you keep looking and eventually you find, it's so weird, but just, like, in the ground, there's, like, a wooden trap door in a little wooden frame. Would you like to poke it with the stick? <laughs> Uh, I don't know that we want to poke it right away. I, I mean, I feel like I've read that there are like some characters in books that would like check for traps before poking a door. <laughs> mm. I don't know if that's something that we could try. 
Oh mean, yeah, that's a good idea. Wow. <laughs> she just pokes. That's how she checks for traps. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah, while you're doing that, can I like lick the rocks and see if I can figure out like what kind of ore might have been extracted here or something oh, like that? Kill me. You gotta taste the soil to, uh, to see. Yeah. Who's going first? You were prepared last I, time. Do I just do a search check for the? Yes, searches for traps. checking for traps. Uh, Eleven. This trap door does not appear to be actually trapped or locked. It's a trap door in the sense that it's like you know, in the ground, not in that you will see any traps on it. Yeah, I realized that that, is that was why bad the trap phrasing. Door is called a trap. I don't know. I just I realized it was a bad name for the door as I was saying it. it is it is a door that you presume either opens up or down and would probably lead to some sort of you know, entrance into the ground. It's not you know. Kay tries to pry it open with the stick. It opens. Doesn't it appear trapped? <laughs> this is, is there... your territory. This is underground. I am going in there until you do. Is it constru- like constructed going down? Because it's like it's in the sand. So like a hole in the sand would just fill with sand. So does it look like it is like built down like out of like timber or something to like keep the sand out? Or... Are, you, are you looking? You're looking down? Yeah, yeah. I think, like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to like around it. heads are like poking, okay. yeah. looking down. That's why, yeah. So everybody with dark vision and even, yeah, the sun is coming up. So Fletcher, you can probably make this out as well. It uh, So you, you look through the open door and there is a square wooden chute that descends vertically. And there appears to be a ladder attached to one of the four walls. You should throw something down there. And those of you with dark vision, you can see that the chute descends about 50 feet before ending on what looks like a sandstone floor. You should throw something down there anyway. Throw some of these tailings down there. (laughs) Put them back where they came from. (laughs) I mean, we're surrounded. Yeah, we're surrounded by chunks of rock. Might as well. Yeah, throw a rock down there. Because then at least we're not down there if there's someone down there who get who suddenly realizes mm-hmm. somebody's around instead we're all the way up here okay yep. <laughs> so you you're dropping Plus, if, they're, if they're complying with uh appropriate guidelines set out by the dwarven kingdom they're all wearing our hats so if they're not <laughs> it's on them something falls on them and crushes them somehow we got back to fantasy osha that was a thing back in the temple <laughs> oh, man. hey fantasy osha is everywhere i Hey, Hopefully yeah. whoever's down there is wearing their fantasy NIOSH approved respirators. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh gosh, yeah. The gases down there can be terrible. Should be and so we're going to go down there? I'm sure we'll be fine. I brought my respirator. Did you guys not bring your respirators? There's no respirator there. inventory. Get out of here. Nadia, throw your bird down there. See if it comes back <laughs> up. I imagine you're just like taking oh. by the feet and just like throwing it Oh. <laughs> Don't do that to the bird. That's not how birds work. <laughs> <laughs> but they are oh. really aerodynamic. I think I think that is that is peak nature tech right there. That's, That's not, not how, how birds, birds work. work. Yeah, we're an educational um science communication. No, like, uh, so the... far we've said birds are weird and <laughs> Not how birds work. No, <laughs> they the are bird, weird. Like you're trying to throw an eagle down a hole. Gonna screw up his. I even 
down there because I definitely don't have my OSHA approved mask. So and then if it passes out, then we it will be on the rope so we can bring it back up and rescue it. Broader than the hole. If only it was a canary. <laughs> It's like, it's like a glorified canary. It has Whoa. wings and feet. <laughs> They're like practically the same color. They're both yellow. Oh wow. Okay. It's an eagle. This is like one of those like how much do entomologists know about birds moments? Like <laughs> birds are birds. I it's true. That's not There's how birds a couple work. Dozen it's definitely the species. name of this episode, by the way. <laughs> Anyway, if you don't want to use your bird, someone can just go down and volunteer as tribute. Maybe Cedric, because he has his mask. Yep. Also, um... I've already gotten hurt once this morning. I'm done. Imagine if your bird was there. Wait, did we drop the rock down the hole or not? I don't know. Did you? <laughs> yeah, we totally did. I feel like you're just like four stooges standing around the top of this, like arguing with one another and yelling into the hole. <laughs> yep. That is literally... Okay. Exactly what is happening. So somebody is dropping a rock down there? I mean, I feel bad about this. Kay drops raised... a rock down there. Kay drops a rock Yeah, down just there. throw a rock. What were you going to say, Cedric? <laughs> just, you know, when you grow up in a mine, you're taught mine safety. And, you know, dropping rocks down holes is bad <laughs> safety. Just all Kay I'm drops saying. another rock down the hole. Okay, Kay dro <laughs> drops two rocks down in the hole. And you hear them thunk against the bottom. And you see them thunk against the bottom because it's dark vision. Yeah. Oh, so we can see all the way to the bottom. Yes, those of yeah, you with like dark 50. vision can see it's about f it's about a fifty foot drop, so it's just within your dark vision span stretch, whatever. But again, like the sun is up now, so like there's a little bit of actual light in the hole as well. So then, I... as so the rocks hit, and then we like listen to see if there's anything that like responds to those rocks being dropped down there. Okay, roll me perception checks. another 16 <laughs> that's just your number i used a different die i've been using different dice and they all keep coming up to an eight it was meant to be anybody else 17 <laughs> cedric are you listening nope nope okay i'll listen you'll listen Black. i will throw my dad not floor. listen so cedric is right next to us and he just has his fingers in his ears <laughs> to just not listen <laughs> I'm, oh I'm thinking about mind safety you guys it's taking 100 percent of my concentration yeah my die fell on the floor and it was a natural 20. So I'm assuming that was fate. You don't get to use rolls on the floor. <laughs> also, it was a drop, not an intentional roll. Nice try. Fine. I got a 17 plus okay. whatever my perception is. It's like oh, wow. nine or okay. something. Yeah. So you all listen for a moment. How long would you like to listen? Seven. Until I hear something. Okay. At least 10 seconds. Like trying to just like. Okay. Yeah. I got so You listen. 24. Yeah. You listen. You don't hear anything. All right. Hello! She shouts into the tube. <laughs> okay, you do that. Does it echo? A little bit, I guess. Yeah. Like it's wood, it so it's not like, you know. So, Cedric was like about bottom? to step like onto the first step of the ladder as Kay did that. And now he's just like paused. <laughs> and he's just like. Uh, can I go now? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go down. Okay, you're gonna head down the ladder. Is anybody heading down the ladder after him? 
Watch you what let, happens. You let us know if you start feeling dizzy, okay? Yeah, I'm I'm familiar with mind safety protocol number 43. Okay, cool. <laughs> Cindy just puts her head up. <laughs> All right, so the three of you are staying up here on the surface, and Cedric is heading down the ladder. I'm yes. gonna be super careful. Like I'm I don't know how old these this ladder is. I don't know how old this trapdoor is. So I'm like double checking every step as I go down, like like put my weight on it, put my weight on it again, put my weight on it again, like before I'm like ready to go to the next one to like make sure it doesn't like collapse beneath me. Okay. Give me a you it sounds like you're searching. So give me a search check as you make your way down the ladder. Okay. Fourteen. Okay. Yeah. So you're being very careful and you're taking it one rung at a time and just sort of, you know, making your way down. And, and, and again, the sun is up, but it's not like straight overhead, right? So, so eventually you sort of make your way out of the part that's, you know, illuminated by the angle of the sun and make your way down into the darkness. And you get to about the 40 foot down mark and I need you to make a reflex save. Ooh, okay. 21. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's very good. Very dexy. So you put your foot on one of the rungs at about this point, And just as you're like, yeah, this seems good and start to put your weight on it. All of a sudden it, something clicks. And then all of a sudden you realize that every single rung has split in half and you have just like grabbed on and are just like hanging there by your two hands on the sides of the ladder as all of the rungs have split and you just barely did not fall. Kay, like, takes her rope, like, ties it around her waist and, like, throws it down the hole. <laughs> and, like, sits very, like, firmly on the ground. Okay, so so clearly, so it, just, to, just to paint a picture, here's what happens. <laughs> the, the steps fall. I am holding on to only the side rungs of the ladder and then about four seconds later, a rope hits me in the face. Cedric, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> oh, grab onto Morgan's it. Beard. I can't grab onto it. I'm holding up my own weight with my hands. Yeah, what but am I grab, to grab onto, onto the, it with but my just teeth? Like, no, like move one of your hands and hold on to the rope so you don't fall. Just no. slide the rest of the I way down. I will fly down. How far am I from I will the fly down. <laughs> okay. Not even Just shimmy down. down. Cedric, you're about 10 feet off the floor. Yeah, I'm going to drop. <laughs> okay, you're going to drop. Give me a, what is that? That's a tumble check. Because you're intentionally falling, so you can do a tumble check to reduce the damage. Okay. That's a 14. Okay. With um, a minus three, I just want to... Make sure everybody knows that. That's pretty good. Um, so you will only take three points of fall damage. Cool. I told you to grab onto the rope. I, my hands were full. You like you tried to do like a you know like a superhero landing and you just like didn't quite nail it. So you sort of like twist something a little bit, a little ouchy, but like you're on the ground, no real harm done. And Nadia is down there with you now. It sounds like. Okay. Yeah, and I'm like I could okay. Okay, two things that I want to know about the the place that we are in. The first is the the rungs on the ladder. Are they spaced apart in a way that would imply that they were built for someone of dwarven stature or someone of freakishly large stature? <laughs> That's an interesting question. What sort of... Hmm. 
just like how far apart, like are they close together for people with normal shaped legs or are they like really far, far, far apart? Yeah. Give me an intelligence check. Mm. I mean, was it difficult for you to climb down them or not? 18. It was pretty easy for you to climb down, Cedric. Okay. And then the other thing is just kind of a general, like, looking around. Okay, I'm at the base of this shaft. And now I can see the mine. Is that, or the, the, is there a tunnel leading away? What do I see? Well, if you look at roll 20, you will be able to see a little bit of something. Oh my gosh, I see one tiny square. All right, so you should be able to see that now um so you can see there is a narrow tunnel leading away from you through the darkness along your tunnel okay um my second question is how well constructed is this tunnel would cedric feel like like is this dwarven make or is this subpar shoddy mine building oh boy could do an appraise check on the quality of the stone (laughs) <laughs> well, it's not like you're not trying to find out like its value or like identify it. I think this is probably another intelligence check. Okay. It's only at 11. It's kind of hard to tell. It's not like incredibly like you're like, this is, I mean, like, I, I think I could walk down this, but you're like, it seems not, it's not perfect, but you don't know if that's a construction flaw or if it's the material, because again, like you said, you haven't really worked with sandstone. So sure. um, yeah, it doesn't, it's not the most beautiful tunnel you've ever seen now. Okay. I take a couple of deep breaths to try and evaluate the quality of the air down here. Okay. Because <laughs> that's why they sent me first. Like, okay. Like, does it, does it, like, does it taste bad? Like, does it smell? Okay, perception check. Not that I can smell actual <laughs> natural gas, but I'm just trying to see. 26. Wow. I mean, it smells like a mine. It's like, you don't, you're not hit with a wave of anything toxic. Oh. It just, you know, yeah, it smells kind of homey, honestly, right? Like, it smells like underground. It's a little cooler down here. It's you know, musty, not necessarily, like, damp, like, you know, I I grew up going into caves in Pennsylvania where it's very wet inside, and it's certainly not like that, but, you know, it's it's an underground space, but no, it doesn't seem like there's anything especially threatening that you can smell, see, hear. Nadia, do you feel okay down here? I, I don't notice anything harmful. I feel like it's probably safe to tell Fletcher and Kay to come down. Can I just do, like, a perception check and just see if anything seems... Yeah. Yeah. 16. Aha! Oh. Uh, that's a big 19. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, similar to Cedric, like, it, you know, it's a little musty down here. It's a little cooler than it was up above. Like, it, it feels more like the desert did at night, right? Like, it's a, you know, a little cooler. And, yeah, you don't, you listen and you don't really hear anything right now. There's nothing that really catches my eye that looks out of place no i mean you're not really an underground type person but yeah like no you don't see anything super skeevy yeah okay the yeah. ladder i guess the ladder good good sorry Did... nadia you were about to say something i was not paying attention oh i was, like, I, I was yeah i was actually thinking that d- did it just like what does the break look like 
does it look like it was intentional or like a what rung are you looking at i mean the whole thing split right yeah every single so what happened like i said cedric like put his weight on or like he, he like he stepped on one rung and then like as he put his weight on it something clicked and then all of a sudden every rung split in half and are they all like split in the same spot yeah yeah that looks like a trap yeah that looks intentional i think he only asked you... me about the door do you see any way to reset it i mean i can try to look at it but i i do not think i will do well at that what would that is disabled device something you need to be trained in to use i don't remember yes and i do not have it Okay, then you... And because it is int-based, I have a penalty. I was going to say, if, if you don't have disabled device, it would just be an intelligence nope. check, and it would be harder. I mean, I can try. I could take <laughs> a look at try. it. I could take a look at it. She shall You can't go. take a look at it, because you can't get down here to look at it. I have a rope. I'll tie it to Fletcher, and then climb down the rope. Oh, my God. Fletcher's not or we could tie it to any of up. the large rocks up here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I said, we'll Fletcher's tie it to Fletcher. Fletcher's told to be an anchor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah How was Fletcher your... just plank across the top of the hole. And while the kid... <laughs> <laughs> How was your intelligence check? Yeah, I mean, if you want me to look at it, just let me know. But if you don't want me to look at it, it's yeah, fine. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can look at it before we... Well, I rolled a 13 minus 2 is 11. <laughs> like, you're looking at it and you're like, well, yeah, like... In six... Like, you fly up and down and look at all of the rungs and, like, yeah, not only are they all split in the same place, but, like, there's no splinters. Like, this looks like there was a seam. And, yeah, like, like it's it's pretty obvious that this was intentional, that they did not just break, but you can't really figure out how to put it back together. Yeah, I got nothing. I well. mean, all right. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll just climb down this rope anyway. I'm not going to climb down the ladder. <laughs> okay. So you so you had already tied it around yourself, but I, you're pulling up the end that you had thrown at Cedric yes. and tying uh-huh. it around something? Yeah, the, the large rock or Fletcher, whichever is larger and closer. Well, seeing as how I could be a willing participant <laughs> in having a rope tied around me, I don't think that's happening. Okay, so you're, um, you're tying it around so a we rock. Can move, we can move a no, rock no, from the slag pile to the, to the opening... And put a rope around it and drop it down. That way we have a big rock up at the top. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Okay. Give me a use rope check to tie a knot around this rock. How big a rock? I was kind of hoping Nadia would come up and we'd find one that would that could span the opening. And she could help us carry it over mm. so that it's like... It can't go anywhere. Like, like if it's off to the side, it could shift and fall down. But if it's over the opening, it's not going anywhere. So if it's over the opening, how are you getting down? Well, I'm assuming, well, it's in the hope that we'd find one that is not large in all dimensions. Like, long enough to fit across. Oh, well, well, well. So okay. essentially, okay. Like, you know, if it's all sandstone, there could be, you know, long splinters of it that are almost like, board of wood shaped but is right. stone okay. so that there is room to get next to it and down gotcha okay i rolled a net 20 wow oh. so 26 okay oh, you are wow. highly motivated to tie a rope around this 
this rock. <laughs> I will say, like, because the rope has to go around the rock and also around you, and the hole is 50 feet, and also the rope is 50 feet, you're gonna be a little short of the actual bottom. But again, like, if you, you know, let yourself go from the Well, rope... can I, like, can I look at the, the, can I, like, disable the device, but, like, dangling from the rope? Dun, 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 dun. Sure. You can give that yes. a go. Okay. I'm gonna give it a go. All right. So are you just, like, are, are you just sort of, like, jumping in the hole, or are you gonna, like, lower yourself? I was gonna, like, lower myself. Okay. okay. So you do that. Where would you like to stop? The, the rung that Cedric fell from. Because we were all watching him as he yeah, <laughs> so and, I threw the rope down so and quick. he's down there so he can point it out to you. So, um, <laughs> yeah, you can take a look at that rung and see what you see. Hmm. Uh, a 14. To disable the device? Yeesh. You all, you see pretty much what Nadia saw. It looks like every one of these rungs is split in half smoothly with no splintering or whatever, but you can't find... You can't find whatever mechanism caused this to happen. It is it is not not familiar to you. Sorry, Fletcher, you're gonna have to take the rope. And she like down. <laughs> Alright, so you are you like releasing yourself and, and you know, basically jump falling the rest of the way down? I mean, I'm gonna like down. I'm not gonna jump. I'm not as dumb as Cedric. Oh, well, right, but like, I said like the, the, the rope is not gonna reach oh. all the way to the bottom. So the rope got you to about the forty foot mark. But oh, I see. You've got a bit more to go yet. Mm, yeah, I, I guess I'll try and do a superhero tumble. Okay. Yeah, so you untie it from yourself and you can do a tumble check as you drop those 10 feet. <laughs> An 18. Okay, yeah, you do that and, and you, you sort of like, you land and do like a slight roll and sort of bump into Cedric, but you do not take any damage. Ta-da! Good, good job. Thanks, friend. <laughs> Before Fletcher goes, I'll take the rope out of my pack and go tie it at the base of the other one so he doesn't have to jump. Okay, so now you have a hundred foot rope, so there's a little extra. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And Fletcher, are you also going to make your way down? Yeah, then I'll make my way down on the rope then, since Nadia did that. Otherwise, I was... I was going to just feather fall and jump, oh, but oh. now I'll take the rope. <laughs> All right. Save that spell. Yeah. So you make your way down the rope and now, and I assume Nadia follows. Are you leaving the rope tied to the rock or are you taking it with you? Well, we'll have to get back out and we have more rope, no? Yeah, you do How have about... two more lengths, I think. I'll mm-hmm. at least take my part. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say, if you can just retie that again. Mm-hmm. then that, that should be fine. Okay, so the situation... Well, yeah, that's easy mm-hmm. enough. Maybe should we retie or untie like, all the rope so we have I it going through the mine? get the stuff from the top. you fly back up. Mm, that's a good idea, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Thanks. we might want to have all the rope that we have. Yeah. Make it a little less obvious that someone's coming down here too, maybe. Okay, so yeah. Nadia flies back up, unties the rope, so now you have all four lengths of rope again. Are you leaving the wooden door open, closed... Yeah, I can close the door behind us if you want. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's like next to it. Yeah, the rock's next to the... So... Yeah. Okay. Closing the door. All right. So you retrieve your rope, you close the door, and you are now all standing, and it's, it's low enough in here. It's not, you know, like, like... 
so much that Fletcher and Kay have to crawl or anything, but you're again, you've been in spaces like this before where you sort of have to like hunch. It's a little low and Nadia, you can't really fly in here because it's, you know, they, they didn't, whoever, whoever dug this did not make a spacious cavern for you to walk through, but you are now all standing at the base of this trapped ladder at the end of this tunnel that you can see at least you know, 60 feet down with your dark vision. I don't know if Fletcher will choose to create illumination for himself, but... Oh yeah, lantern. Yeah, that is where we will leave all of you until next time. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, so we have entered some sort of mysterious excavation under the desert. Thank you so this much. This is Cedric's territory. Oh yeah. Sounds I'm like. crush it. He said it smelled like home. So yeah, this is where we will leave them until next time. Thank you so much to everyone who was hanging out with us tonight. It was a small crew, but we appreciate you being here as always. Um, as always. As always. We will be back. Come on, Calendar. You can do it. June 13th? On, uh, no, on May 23rd. Oh, May 23rd, right. Yes, we'll be back on Sunday, May 23rd. That's the, yeah, uh, second to last Sunday of May. We'll be back with more Arda. We'll be underground yet again. Not a temple this time, though. So. Oh, oh, spoilers. Ooh, Not a well, temple, you guys. I mean, it doesn't look like any of the other temples. There was no first. dream, huh? You heard it here first. Not a temple. It's a different kind of temple. This is Cedric's temple. Cedric's it's where temple. Cedric's going to shine, yeah. you guys. Totally. Get ready for huh? mad mind backs. That's what I'm going to be spitting at y'all. Be prepared, Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Be prepared <laughs> for interesting anecdotes about family. Oh, ooh, Find safety wonderful. rules. Ooh. Can't wait. Oh, man. <laughs> All this advertising. I can't wait. It's good stuff. Making big down. promises. Making Make promises. up family members. <laughs> <laughs> Why start doing it ahead of time now? <laughs> oh, oh, that's that's so adorable. You think I haven't done it ahead of time already? You think I've been making all those up on the spot? I have a plan, you guys. <laughs> sure. See, I'm laughing, except I know what I've done for my Andorian character. (laughs) We all know what you've done. We play Uh, D&D. Pages and pages. Look up OSHA regulations. (laughs) (laughs) That's dedication. That's what you guys come here for, though, is the (laughs) totally immersive and very realistic... Story that we're telling. <laughs> Carefully considered, well thought out. Yeah, down to the details of what kind of rock. <laughs> is in Look, I mean, you did it last time, though. Was the thing? I did. I did. I did. Yeah. Oh, Sarah is making up family members for you in the chat. Way to go, uh, Sarah. Those are not canon, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> but Sid is a badger rancher. I'm a fan of that I one. Want- I want to see a whole ranch full of badgers. Right? That would be amazing. <laughs> they, they are un- American underground. or European? Because there's that a is big a very difference. Good <laughs> honey badgers. Oh, oh or Ooh. honey badgers. Cedric's family's not badass enough to farm honey badgers. <laughs> That's Ooh, yeah. true. Mustellas do stink a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But like people farm. So do dwarves. People you wouldn't even mink. notice. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, people farm mink and they're mustelids and they smell. Anyway, we've gotten really- But not underground and enclosed spaces, That's right? That's true. I don't think all of the dwarves live below ground all the time. It's a personal choice. No, yeah, just the 
Just the ones who really respect Morgan oh, properly. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> if this is the kind of D&D you like, come back. <laughs> <laughs> this is high quality content you can look forward to in the yes. next episode on, on May 23rd. Also... <laughs> Also, this is my brand new PC where I can play video games. So Yay! I'm going to be figuring out if I can like play some video stream? games for y'all on a stream at some point, you know, around my field work schedule. So that's a thing. Also, I am currently coordinating two one shots, which will be coming up in the near future. One is already fully cast casted cast whatever and we're working on scheduling so that'll be like may june sometime in here yeah and i'll tell you when the other one is cast and you can look forward to that as well but we'll have some new scientist special guests on for the one shots as well as some of your favorite reoccurring nature check cast members was like to keep it a little bit familiar and have some people on the show who have played ttrpgs before so we're not just a bunch of scientists who don't know what they're doing anyway yeah so you've got all that to look forward to um thanks for hanging out with us and i guess we will see you all later bye friends